evening, you silly gooses. How's it happen? Oh, there's no verb. Oh, all right. <laughs> Be silly. Cue that 2009 song, Get Silly. Get silly. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I've eaten a lot of bread today. <laughs> it's not compatible with my digestive system. I think that's what's going on. Sugar. Yeah, yeah. Sugar, you know? I also like for work, they like fed us today because we had a seminar and I was like, this yogurt's delicious. And then I realized I had put like a barrel of honey all over the yogurt. But definitely going to make it more delicious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it was like super healthy. So I think I'm. No, I think we're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) We've got it together. Uh, we're on top of the world, as it were. I think I'm just really happy that I'm not going out of town this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm sick of that. Um, Were you supposed to? No. I'm just happy that I'm not for the first time in two weeks. Mm. Or three weeks, whatever. Math is hard. Um, and I'm not going out of town next weekend, but I have a wedding that I'm in next weekend. So, you know, it's like rehearsal dinner, welcome party. Yeah. All day and night all the stuff somebody was already talking about an after party I was like the after party's in my bed asleep what after party are you speaking of <laughs> I'm involves- like I'm gonna spend all day with y'all and all night <laughs> can I go to my bed and I'm not that girl but like you know I hit a limit you know me secret introvert I can't be can't be around that all day long I'll have I'll have more comments about wedding related activities ironically when we get to girls trip but no, and then I'm doing a winery weekend the next weekend. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. You've got yeah. your weekend stacked. But you know, I'm the planner, so. Yeah, definitely. And, and I just left one bachelorette and I have one more in like a month. And people were like, are you sending out a plan? And I'm like, yeah, I just don't want to think about matching outfits for one day of my life. Like, please. Please, Diva needs a break. Please. Set me free. Yes, Diva Lena, <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> I just... I need to be alone for just, so I'm spending, I finally checked out the pool at my, in my building for the first time in what, almost two years. And it's actually quite nice up there. So I think that's what I'm going to do all weekend. Oh, that'll be nice. It's bigger than I remembered. It's not huge, but. Yeah, it'll be nice to have like a chill weekend. I know it's July the 4th, but just thinking about activities, it's like making me nauseous a little bit. Yeah, we're we're secret introverts. People I'm a loud introvert. Like, but I, you're out. I can like stop playing. I saw your pictures looking all cute in your dress and shit. You're like, I'm oh, on the streets again, y'all. Oh, I went on a date. Um, she went on a date <laughs> with this with the usual suspects. <laughs> um, geez. <laughs> Ring around the rosy, huh? Well, we didn't even introduce ourselves. <laughs> off topic of me and my love life we have not even oh. introduced ourselves okay i'm gonna sound like ruby today welcome to pop of color podcast a podcast with girls of color yes girls discussing of color. underrated bravo shows today we are going to discuss rugged oh stop saying real <laughs> real like housewives ultimate girls trip um, what else we do? Love match and um a little sprinkle of Beverly Hills. 
And we're going to talk about, we're going to go off brand and talk yeah. a little bit about a new MTV show that we're into as well. Yeah. I mean, we're into all the shores, so this should not be a, this is surprise. a shore family. So this we're going to for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure, <laughs> we're a shore family. <laughs> we're not shellfish. We're sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think oh, I hate us. I think I already have the title for today. First, oh, first couple oh, of okay. minutes. I mean, that's how that's how genius works. You follower of yay. <laughs> Do you know that? So my um, real estate team, we have something called the Justies. It's like the, it's kind of like the Dundies. Like Dundies. Yes. Stop. Yeah. So uh, of course I'm late to to this meeting, you know, yeah, in India sure. fashion. Really, it's because I left my purse at home. And I was freaking out thinking that I left it at a bar the night before. So I was just like, I need to go back home. So I drove all the way back home. To, my purse was fine. Um, anyway, so I was late and I get there and it's like, who's nominated for most or like creative genius? And I'm on the board and I'm like, oh, at least people are recognizing my talents. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh my God, they're so smart. Wow. I walk in and I'm literally on a PowerPoint. Amazing. I mean, amazing timing. That's how God works. Did you, you win? They didn't choose a winner. They just said nominations. Well, that's uh, the reason our country's in the trash can. We need to pick things, guys. <laughs> I protest. Um, and with that, as Anissa said, this is Pop of Color Pod. And we will be chatting about our Bravo shows this week and our little sprinkle of so Indy and I, for those who haven't been here since episode one, first of all, go back and listen to all of them. They age well, I'm sure. Uh, we love our Jersey Shore. We love our Floribama Shore, even though they went, I didn't finish the last season. It got real rough. Like Gus was living in the woods and dating like a girl who just turned 18. And then Mills was having a baby. I didn't have time. I didn't have time. Yeah. So I didn't finish last season. But now to refresh our palates, we have Buckhead Shore. For those who don't know where Buckhead is, India, why don't you let them know what that is? Okay, so yeah, because after watching it, I got a full picture on what the show's about. So Buckhead is in the center of Atlanta. It is one of the more prominent cities here, um, at least in the city. It's out uh, like in the right. in the actual, the actual heart of the city, not in the suburbs. Yeah, it's the luxury. Um, that's where you have your malls, you have your Phipps, you have your your Buckhead shops where you have like the Fendi and the Chanel and Gucci. That's where. So is it Wallace. like the Beverly Hills of Atlanta? Would you say? Yeah, at least in the city, because there are like places in like the suburban areas sure, that sure. are like prominent as well. But definitely the Beverly Hills of like. Atlanta city for sure. City Atlanta Park. proper. Yeah, for sure. So this is like the premise is like, so Jersey shore was like literally cause it's called the Jersey shore and then Florida shore. It was like Panama city beach. Cause that's on the Gulf coast between Florida and Alabama. And so Buckhead shore is not like a beach. It's a lake situation. And it's not, it's a man-made lake. Let's start there. It was okay. actually a city <gasps> from what I hear a black city. Uh -oh. And they kicked everyone out of the city and drowned it out and made it a lake. So it, a lot of I deaths happen on this lake every year. Um, oh my I think God. At least average 20. I'm, I'm never going there. 
Um, I could be wrong on the number, but it's always every year we hear like there's news about someone dying. Apparently there's a whirlpool situation down there <gasps> that pulls people in like a current situation. Uh-uh. Um, and it's suspected to be haunted. Oh, fuck no. I'm never yeah. going there. I had a bad experience jet skiing and like near like it started pouring raining. It was like everybody wear life wear life vests. It's not worth it. I mean, like, yeah. wear life vest because but what happens if no. you're wearing a life vest and the current is like pull, yanking you this way and your life vest is yanking you this way? Like I what think happens I think case? it'll still give you a better chance of living. Yeah. Than your loose <laughs> body and yeah, like yeah. And like professional swimmers like dying in this lake. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like just increase yeah. your chances of living wherever you can. Yeah. So, you know, not to be a damper on bucket, sure, but well, I think now everyone can know everybody's hearing about it when it was coming out was like, hmm, okay, sure. Built by the colonizers. How great that there's black people on the show, at least. Uh and I like it, these black people. I love these black people. The black people are way more fun than the white people. Already. Yeah. For sure. The white people are gross. And that sounds weird to say, like, I like these black people, but I just hate. <laughs> um, this is not a discriminatory program against whites or blacks, uh, okay. but we're just making Let's be clear, I am black. But... Let's be clear, we don't know who I am. Sometimes I'm sh- ashamed by my people, okay? like Well, that happens sometimes. They put some ratchet-ass Puerto Ricans on reality. I'm like, all right. Here we go. Like, you know, Sierra, exist, Summer House disappointed but... me. And you know mm-hmm. so hearing about her questionableness of being back on the show was kind of like mm. I, have no I mean it was also she was boring too you know what yeah. I mean like she was just acting like we're talking about Sierra from Summer House like we heard these we're gonna divert because that's what we do so Summer House like they were doing rumors I don't even know if I'm gonna watch next season honestly because like all no the Luke. hot guys are gone no Lukey maple syrup king RIP and no Andrea with drama right um, isn't on and then okay sorry alex bye um but like they're saying like sierra may not be on and like i feel bad because like i don't think we need to like hold up the people of color to be like the model you know what i mean like we don't right. also want to enforce like the model minority myth or anything like that but it's just like you feel annoyed when cast it's not the cast fault it's the casting director's fault for choosing people who are going to like reinforce negative stereotypes and i don't think that sierra met that negative stereotype I actually think Sierra is quite dull I think she was just acting like that to get a storyline and because Paige fucking incited her because Paige yeah. is the devil definitely so, don't think that was like race related but it just it's just annoying because it's, it's just annoying like, because because somebody like, dumb will be like oh and that's how black people act right yeah. and it just doesn't it does it perpetuates a stereotype that yeah we do not want yeah but Anyway, Buckhead Shore. So we it, they intro it with the person who owns the lake house or family owns the house, Parker, who's the son of like the creator of Zaxby's, which love a Zaxby's, but I uh, like the Raising Cane's more. I was about to say, yeah, like me as like Bojangles, Raising Cane's. Oh, you know who has great tenders? Oh my God. Can churches. Churches has yo churches. Churches is king in Puerto Rico. Let me tell you, like I grew up going to churches. And then yeah. when I came here, I was like, Yay, I didn't know that. Yeah, churches hits there. Like, I know the one by my grandma's house. It that churches is king down there. Yeah. Um, Good to know y'all have. Taste. We've been, we've been had taste. Y'all I mean, y'all been had taste, but now I know y'all have even black soul food taste. We 
we sure fucking do i mean you Remember, are there's black, black people so. there yeah i was like and you are part black so. <laughs> that's why when we're doing the identity thing, i was like i mean i'm white but i was like if you see a picture of my grandma but anywho that's neither here nor there i'm just saying <laughs> we we have culture we have we have all the cultures we have the spaniards sure. the indigenous and the africans and that's why we are a model race moving forward and that is um, on period we got it all baby um now that I've exerted my pride which I have to do every episode um Zaxby's like it's not my fave but I only had it in college like and you know I can't eat a lot of stuff so like I haven't had it in years but I was just like oh Zaxby's I was hoping he was the son of the Raisin Cane's person (laughs) but I think that's based in California so yeah um but anywho he's like a little chicken boy and he has this house a little chicken boy (laughs) He little sure chicken is. boy with the little chicken uh he had a chicken chain. frame and a chicken chain yeah, yeah he had it all chicken king but then was marinating chicken in the styrofoam yo that was so funny i was weak when that girl was like it only marinated 45 seconds well i literally <laughs> was like i was literally making chicken last night that i had let marinate overnight and i was like exactly the flavor needs to seep but um but yeah so parker's like the in and then we know that it's his friend circle so he has dj who looks like um he looks like ice cube son a little bit but it's um daryl simmons son so like he's rich by proxy as well and like claiming he wants to be a songwriter and then um they have their friend bethania who is a girl (laughs) i was like she's not we don't know who her parents are um, but we have Bethania, and then we find out that Parker's in like this little love triangle with these two little thoughtsicles named uh, Katie and Savannah. And then who else? And then they brought in um, these other like side friends, Chelsea and Adamo, who are hilarious. And yes. I think they're probably my favorite out of everybody. Definitely hilarious. They're like the Snooky and Dina. Uh, Dina. They're, the, <laughs> they're sure. the meatballs. They're the meatballs for sure. And like, even though Parker and the two girls are supposed to be the main storyline, I was much more interested in the DJ Bethania storyline. Yeah. Personally, I was like, what's going on over there? Because Bethania like, seemed very sweet. And yeah, like, she's very chaste. Mm-hmm. She saved the cookie for him and he went and hooked up with a bunch of other people. So story of most girls' lives. Um, but they're like very cutesy and like play it cool. And I was just like way more interested in that. But I also love that they both were committed to stirring the shit up with the love triangle because like dj was like riling up uh katie and then um bethania was like trying to make sure savannah came to the house to like confront everybody so they were they were doing their job for sure and then um my favorite too was like bethania and her unicorn onesie and one of the confessionals i was like what a vibe me af yeah i just hope that they don't turn out to be like the um what is it uh, Ronnie stop no I think Ryan. I think Parker and Katie are gonna be the Ryan and Sammy gotcha oh yeah 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 or what about um the other girl Sam no, no I think she's not the one because I was doing some Instagram searching mm-hmm. and I feel like in real time Parker and Katie or closer to real time Parker and Katie were together so Mm, gotcha gotcha that's my theory we don't know if those are facts because i didn't check dates so i mean they were together four years so you know as much as people can try and say like oh you know i I moved on it's like men are trash because he was like he said it he was like we're on and off for four years and then later he's like but you were never my girlfriend i was like (laughs) wait he said that him and katie were never 
like, why are you wasting time with people? Yes. He was like, but you were never my girlfriend. And I was like, that's such mess. Weird. How are you on and off then? If you are not together? Like they're on and off hooking up. Oh, the claim. That's his claim. Oh, sturdy. Tragic. If a man doesn't claim you for four years, go the other way. Oh, the other way not even but I think it's weird there's some people are just so weird it's like you can it was like Craig and Paige in summer house mm-hmm. like you can be my family and stuff but you're not my girlfriend you know what I mean and people are just men people are, will introduce yeah. anybody to anybody and not claim anybody and yeah like, society look at yourselves yeah. you're trash yuck it, it is weird but that's men. I don't I know like what men are way more like I think it's just because like yeah, I think they just want to be able to have their cake dick out and find anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not do anything quote wrong because they're not quote anything to anyone. Right. But they're like, look, mom, this is my friend, Sam. Like, what? Get out I of care here. about her the most. She's my starting player, but I like to dribble the balls, dribble my balls with the other ones too. Yeah. Like I can't blame people. Like I don't know. I introduce everybody to my family because like they're in the way anyway, but they're far away right now. So it's irrelevant, but you know what I mean? Like I probably wouldn't be precious about it though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I also wouldn't be gross. I don't know. I wouldn't make an effort to not claim somebody. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. The way that these men do like for so long, I was like, I'm not watching Southern charm, but like one of these accounts we follow was doing a timeline of like Craig's sex with Naomi and Paige between. Oh, yeah, and, I saw. Paige. Mm-hmm. and I was like, that makes last season of summer house. That makes Paige look stupid as fuck because like he definitely all those times he was like, I miss you, but like, we're not boyfriend and girlfriend yet. He was, that was because he was looking Naomi. Out. Yeah. So congrats, Paige. You won. <laughs> what did you win? We don't know. Cause it's Craig, you know, hope he's good. With to his nasally ass voice. Oh, oh, they yeah. very much are an equal match, but anyway. oh, for sure. Yeah. I saw someone post. I didn't ask for this much page to be on my screen. Winter house, summer house and Southern charm. Why do I have to see her three fourths of the year? Yeah. Somebody was like, and then she'll be on Jersey next. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even give her New York. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, any other lingering buckhead shore thoughts? Um, the guy whose dad owns Magic City, I think he is like a he's the instigator of the group, and I stand. Oh, I like him. Yeah, he just walks away. Um, no, I think that's it. I'm just interested in seeing where it goes. But Chloe is her name. Chloe? No, you're giving them all the names. Katie, the blonde girl. No, 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 the black girl. Not, oh, not Chelsea, the, Chelsea. Not Bethania, Chelsea. She's funny. She I don't know, on, but she's funny. It did make me nervous her drinking while she said she had a UTI. Oh. I know. Sorry. Sorry. Ah. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> um, no, yeah, Chelsea, you know me about the health, the health behaviors. I have to like block that out when I see people act a fool. I'm like pretending it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was concerning, but you know, people make their choices. Um, who else? I think that was it really. I think it'll be a good watch. Like first seasons of reality shows are the best because people are still themselves for the most part. So yeah. 
you know, you just get like an honest, except for Dubai. I feel like we're getting a very produced, like that's what everyone's upset about is like everybody's really locked up on Dubai. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe Dubai will get better in its second season because like, remember they like, no matter how they're claiming that they're so like progressive and liberal, they're still in Dubai. And so I feel like second season they'll let loose because they'll have had some following and they're going to have the excitement of the attention. Right. That so I think and- they'll be a little freer. That and I just feel like um, it's getting good now. Like it took a minute, but it's starting to get good, at least to me. Yeah. Like that last episode, at least the end where like they had the party was like, okay, here's some drama going on. (sighs) But yeah, like you said, I do think it'll get better for the next season. Yeah. And I think it's better to start slow and build up rather than be like, quote, amazing out the gate, because then you don't have anywhere to go but down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like doing like an incline slope. Like Dallas. Oh, don't miss her. The tragedy the of Dallas. Fucks. I hate them so much. I was like reading. <laughs> I finally finished that like not all diamonds and rosé book that I started in November. And um, I did the, the Dallas chapters last chapter in it. And like just rereading it. I was like, these bitches suck besides Tiffany. And Tiffany's a little annoying, but at least, you know, she yeah. got away with not being a racist idiot. Right. It was like Leanne sticking by her guns about like not being racist when she said the Mexican shit. I was like, girl, even I couldn't save you. <laughs> and I liked her. I liked her crazy ass, but I know until I hated Carrie, but I was like, you can't fucking talk like that. Baby girl. girl. But you know who we can talk about? Oh, not yet. <laughs> we are batting a thousand. <laughs> we can talk about the Love Match Atlanta finale. Oh, yeah. Um, it was like not super eventful but the the post-mortem is more of the mess mm-hmm. so, uh just to refresh people's memories uh we ended with like joseph staging a fight with paris at the at shay's masquerade ball because i fully believe that was him staging shit mm-hmm. he's so fucking annoying and so i love that like everybody else was like debriefing why joseph was mad because literally he was just mad that paris wouldn't dance with him while she was working and i love when uh, i was like is he always this dramatic or was he drunk? Like, but Shay made it seem like he's always that dramatic. So I'm like, All right. uh, he is always that dramatic, but I also think he's trying to self-produce way too early. But I love when Shay was telling Lamont and she was like, that's their Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston. Love. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, y'all are wrong. It's too soon. It's too soon. <laughs> and later Lamont said, I can see that right here. <laughs> like, you can't do this. I mean, it's giving very toxic vibes, like, especially from what we hear at the end of the episode. Oh, and the fact that, oh my God, yeah, let's get there. Let's get into it. um, But we had like Shay, like kind of giving tough love to her friend. I think her name is Shanta or something. Mm -hmm. Shanta Um, or Shanta? Shanta did not do well on that date. Mm -hmm. She was was messy. And that poor Rose Quartz was struggling to help. They're like, oh no. Yeah, and she was, like, wearing some weird shirt said, like, I like it kinky or something. I don't fucking know. Not worth my breath, but, you know, Shay, I like that Shay's honest with her clients. I mean, Shay, like we said, by far has been our favorite this season. Like, she's just so relatable and just so fun. Um, I'm like, I hope that she's doing well with Marquette, as it were. Um, And I hope we get a second season just to keep seeing her, like, see her work and stuff, because I like seeing her with her clients. Same, and... <laughs> It was, I was weak when Shanta was like, can I ask you a question? 
well, it was a series of questions, but she was like, so I saw you come out of an Uber. Do you not own a vehicle? Like, I don't care what vehicle it is, as long as you own one. And he's like, no, I have a vehicle. She's like, okay. Like, God forbid somebody take an Uber. It's probably I mean, the most, no the thing driving. I would be questioning the most is his choice in wine because it was barefoot. So. Well, okay. I have thoughts. Barefoot is mostly trash. But I'm just going to throw it out here because like, I don't believe you have to spend a lot of money for good wine. And you know, I'm pretentious about wine, but if you get the barefoot bubbly extra dry, that shit is really good and $10 a bottle. So I'm just here educating the masses. Oh yeah. Um, But other, but like white wine, rosé of barefoot. No, no, no. Just the barefoot bubbly extra dry. I was looking. um, I thought it was Behringer, which is also like has questionable ones. So you know, I mean, he, I he wasn't doing well. I honestly can't really speak right now, but I did choose a great one because I was at Trader Joe's and I had like heard about the Charles Shaw mostly being trash, right? Like that's their like two two dollar three dollar wine, yeah, buck chuck whatever. But I heard their red blend was good, so I was like, let me buy it, let me try it because I had a wine night the other night, mm-hmm. and it's actually like not bad at all. What is it called? It's the Charles Shaw, but the red blend. Every other one, I think I heard the Chardonnay one was good. But beyond those two, it's just like, don't, don't drink them at all. Yeah, I don't have Trader Joe's near me. I think I am hitting a point in my attempt to drink wine in this state where I will be ordering a case from California to my home. Yeah. Because I've really really tried to embrace it. Yeah. But I can't. Not from, but you lived in Napa. Like wine doesn't get better. Like that's like coming from Italy. Like what do you? Yeah. Drink. I'm sorry everyone that's like the hill I will die on is just I can't be drinking shitty wine yeah no and also it's very expensive here for really shitty wine like you know what I mean because of like mm-hmm. import or whatever. and so I can get it cheaper just shipping myself an entire case so guess what that is what I shall do yeah um, my I- favorite from a wine that I love is called the blend is called entanglement this was pre-jada will but it is so fucking good. So I need I to try that one. I have a few I'll, favorites I'll that I'll go to, to. Like, I do like Black Girl Magic's wine. Yeah, I have had theirs. It's good. Um, You know, and like I said, there's not like, I don't really need it to be expensive, but there's just like not a lot of brand, like a lot of brands that I like. And so far, like in my wine tasting in Virginia, like the only place I like is a place called Barfersville. And they're like Italian winemakers. Mm. Theirs is really good. Um, like I said, I'm going to a different wine region this summer. And so hopefully I'll try something better. Cause all the places that were recommended to me in Charlottesville were not it, baby. Sorry. I do like, um, isn't, uh, what's his name's Dave Matthews band. They have a wine called the dreaming tree or something. Do you like that one? I don't think I've had that. I've had it. I mean, I don't know too much about wine only that it sucks like if it really sucks then I'm like oh this really sucks yeah like if you don't like it it's just like I can't I can't down it I think for me yeah. it just has to be like smooth like full-bodied yeah um, I love like big-bodied red wines um like mm-hmm. really rustic red wines are my favorite I'm not usually I'm really not like a white or rosé girl but since it's so hot here it's like I've had to adjust yeah I'm not really um, that either the rosé I really like that you can get in like the targets and whatever it's from Whispering Angel, but it's like the palm. Side. The palm. Yeah, that is good. The mm-hmm. palm is it. Like it yeah. is so good. The like Whispering Angel. Yeah. My friend bought me a bottle of Black Girl Magic, the Sparkling Brute. I mean, she did it by accident because she doesn't drink wine, so yeah. she just 
picked up the first thing she saw by the brand I told her that was good. That one is good. Um, yeah. I'll have to try that. Um, and then another friend brought me a bottle of Moe. Um, well, that's always good. Yeah. Which I will be saving. Vov Moe can't go wrong. Yeah. Anyways, now that we've been prissy bitches, shall we take a break and then, or should we wrap up a little bit of, I think we can wrap up Love Match. I think we can wrap it up. It, it shouldn't take so It long. was brief. Uh, Ming's a loser. Uh, I can't believe she said, if I have to become my own client, I will. Like the, uh, the omen for her marriage is not good. And that dress wasn't either. Say that. I mean, the clothes were bad. You know what it reminded me of? Anastasia. Stop. Like, um, once upon a December. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is that fucking song? <laughs> That's exactly. What Yo, I want to watch that movie. Except I still get scared of Rasputin. <laughs> me too. <laughs> like when he climbs to get her in the train. Ooh. Hate it. I- I might tell John, like, so I'm picking the movie tonight and just put on it. Yes. And then tell me his reaction. One time I put on Don't Look Under the Bed. <laughs> oh my, I can't watch Don't Look Under I cannot it watch terrifies me. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck? No, next time you need to put for him, uh, put Xenon on for him. Oh, Xenon, oh my gosh. Xenon and I will be or, up soon, soon. Or Stepsister from Planet Weird. Oh my God, that's a good one. <laughs> Oh my God. And just report back every week. <laughs> Be like, and this week's date night, <laughs> we watch Gotta Kick It Up. <laughs> oh my God. I'm crying. But yeah, Ming's dresses are not it. She's not it. I think that's all we should say about her. Um, Then the duo, they have like their love pro launch party, but beforehand, like when they were sat meeting about like, you know, Kelly having to decide about moving or not, I like felt so bad for her. Like I get that Tana's upset, but like, don't make Kelly feel bad when she's probably already in such a tiny, you know what I mean? She's like, but this was our plan and we were going to move. Like she had, like she said it herself, like our clients are women who just put their work over everything. Right. Like they don't have love. And it's like, so I hated that. She kind of like put all that onus onto Kelly. And just like change happens, but you adjust. She's not going anywhere. Like as far as like, her presence exactly. in the business and work work ethic when it comes to the business. Also, I have to mention they were at this coffee shop called Cultivate mm-hmm. Food and Coffee. So good. Yeah. And it's not that far from me. So I have been there. You had a moment. So they <laughs> I was have, like, oh, I love this place. Anyway. Oh, yeah. No, they have their party. I was like, Shay looks hot as fuck at this. Like, Shay knows dress when she wants to dress you know what I mean mm-hmm. not that she's ever looked bad but like when it's time to dress up she knows how to get it together oh yeah she does look that. good and she brought her boo thang she she loves showing him off she must have mm-hmm. like a Venus and Leo or something because she loves the public appearances baby she broke the public appearance cherry and it's like oh I showed my man I'm showing him everywhere she sure oh, did man. she's enjoying it I'm happy for her I hope it lasted also um, did you see when Shay and Joseph were having a chat and she was like Honestly, I wouldn't take you back if I was her. Like, yeah. y'all are toxic. <laughs> I was weakening ton. Like, but he needs that because he's just mm-hmm. so melodramatic and he's so selfish. Like, mm-hmm. he's just such a selfish person. For sure. Um, I thought it was hella messy when Tana pulled Chris aside to be like, hey, you messed up our plan. You know what I mean? Tana, stop. 
I thought she yeah. overstepped too. That was she a question I had overstep. for you. I was like, did she overstep a little? She did. But and not I too much. Her, but like, I was over her.com. And then mm-hmm. Ming is a fucking idiot because she was like, I don't believe in training my competition. And it's like, you know, about the love pro. Right. But the whole point is, is that they're going to make money from training people so that they don't have to match make anymore. You stupid fuck. Like, right. And they can scale back. They're scaling their business so that they themselves can scale back and have matchmaker team, a matchmaking team and not have to do it themselves. What do you, you're an idiot. That's how you scale your business. Yeah. So congrats to her for being the dumbest person on the show. When when Joseph and Paris are on the show, yet you're still the dumbest person on the show. Congratulations. Yeah. She's a hater. Um, I like almost cried at the proposal when Chris proposed to Kelly. It was so cute. I love them. Just looking at Tana because she was just like poor like pouring her eyes out, just like crying so hard for her friend. Yeah. That was they actually love each other. They do. And I know that she does. It was just like, don't make your friend feel bad. You know? Yeah. She's just like, just say like, I understand the challenge and all of that. Right. So let's wrap up the mess that is Joseph and Paris. They like, so like they had broken up like after the party, I was weak when Paris said that Joseph is just an app developer. And, Mm -hmm. um, and like, to be honest, like at first I didn't believe in Paris, but she said all the things that she did for the business. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, she's, she's got receipts. Yeah. I mean, not receipts, but she can at least list them. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, Ming was like, you guys should do counseling. I'm like, they're not even engaged yet. Like, stop. I do believe in counseling, like couples counseling and couples therapy. Oh, of course. But you want to further along there, the relationship. But, like if you're yeah. already that early in the relationship. And y'all are breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together and that many times, just over yeah. arguments, that's toxic. And that's a sign of like, yeah. Maybe you just shouldn't do it. And then I also do not like that Paris was like, he's trying to ice me out of the business. Like he won't, he won't, he's shutting me out because I won't reconcile with him. That's, that's why you shouldn't be doing business with people that you're that newly in a relationship with without like written contracts. Because you know, when people say they're in business together, it's always Mm -hmm. unspoken and unwritten. Mm -hmm. Baby, no, write it down. Legally notarize that. Yeah. Put your name on the LLC. Yeah, otherwise it doesn't mean shit. Exactly. That means you're just giving your knowledge for free, you dumbass. And she was like, I wow, am. I'm super aggressive today. Yeah. yeah, she did say that. And like, I think she thought she was saying something deep and she wasn't. She said, sound like an idiot. But the most raggedy part of all this is like at the end of the episode, they act like they're broken up forever. And then in real time, they post on social that they're engaged. Ooh. <sighs> You know, better them no together words. than ruining anybody else's life, I guess. Yeah, no And words. supposedly they're resigning from the show. Resigning. Um, I don't believe it until we see next season. Yeah. Like if there's a, because one, maybe there's just not a second season, which would make me sad. But if there were, I, and they were awkward, I would love to see them turn it down. Exactly. I doubt that they would. Honestly. Like they're going to want Bravo to pay for their wedding. And they were just like, they're so going to do things. a Jackson Britney. Exactly. Just like so many things that were untrue and on the show. And I'm like, oh. I'm like wondering can... if they meant like they faked their breakup for like they were told to fake their breakup for the show. Like it just seemed super cryptic. I hate when Bravo people do cryptic things. To me, it just seemed like it just seemed like they weren't they didn't like how they were portrayed. Yeah. And I feel like people don't truth. like how they yeah. Like like Bravo can you know like manipulate RuPaul scenes, said RuPaul said he can't manipulate words 
Right. Yeah, you can't edit something you didn't do. So yeah, you can't edit something that you said. Like they can't edit and manipulate something that you they said. They can't create something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and the fact that they're getting married in September. So is on like, that hmm. note, yeah. On that note, let's take a break and come back to the meat of the sandwich. Let's do it. Dun, 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 dun. Girls trip time. Oh. The girls' room. Remember just- that. Yes, the girls' room. It just oh, brings so much joy to my life. I'm gonna movie. have to rewatch this this weekend just to like take in everything I didn't catch because right. it's like chaos on chaos on chaos on chaos. And sometimes I'm also this really reacting, so I close my eyes, I look away from the TV, mm-hmm. and I'm missing stuff. First of all, so we're covering episodes two through four because we did episode one on last weekend. Mm-hmm um so you're up to date if you're on peacock um the amount of things that have happened in these three episodes um the amount of times i've gasped out loud although i gasp a lot my friends last weekend told me they're sick of it um because <laughs> something happened and i was just like oh! and i'm like are you okay and i'm like yeah if i'm making noise it means i'm fine if i'm quiet is when you need to be worried about if i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> But I just can't help myself. Guys. <laughs> sorry. I, I do it like that deep every time. And I just, I don't know why y'all. I'm so sorry. Um, I like broke when I had like the long nails with the powder dip and I, like they put tips on them. I broke one, like pulling a box at work. And people are like, are you bleeding? Are you bleeding? And I'm like, no, I just broke a nail. <laughs> I might do that for a nail though. <gasps> Well, it's just the shock of it breaking yeah. off because my real nail broke too. And you know that hurts. Yeah. Oof. Okay, that's not a good example of a fake. Well, like- it's just like I gasp. Like if I think I'm about to get hurt, I gasp preemptively so that that will distract me from any actual pain. Do you yeah. Know? Anywho, I'll say we're ow. Not, <laughs> we're not here about the gasping, but we are here about the gasping because episode, so we're going to kind of run through the episodes because there's just like a lot we have to talk about. Um, yeah. episode two opens with Vicky and Dorinda having an anti-vax battle. <laughs> I was so stressed out because she was coughing a fuck time. I know. And she had just had COVID too. Like I would have been so far. The, the way Phaedra kept hugging her afterward, I was like, bitch, not me. She probably knows. Like, well, I mean, Phaedra's older too. Day, multiple she times a careful. day. They probably do, but still, it's just like. And I know, like, after when I, because I, I had COVID, I think we discussed this, but um, my, like, I didn't get very sick, which was, you know, thank God, but yeah. I did have, like, a cough for, like, a week after still. Yeah, yeah. It's just, ugh, I don't, pre-pandemic, I did not like bitches coughing around yeah, me. Yeah, I still don't, but the, the idea of someone coughing I, and sneezing around you is still... COVID or no COVID is what my first job used to make fun of me because like people would be coughing and I was like, so are you going to wipe it down your desk? Because I touched that desk too. Yeah. And I would start to like feel faint around people like that. <laughs> but I was just like, one, I'm weak that they, that like the editors have chosen just to play Christmas music all the time on these episodes. I don't yeah. know if you caught that. It's like ballet music, but it's all from the Nutcracker, which is a Christmas film or for Christmas production um but the anti-vax first of all wasn't shocked with vicky um i love when she's like follow the money and they're like it was free <laughs> like you dumb idiot idiot and then and then when i 
I need to learn Dorinda's monologue so I can recite it moving forward about the unicorns in the garden. <laughs> like if the internet says the unicorns are in my garden, the unicorns are going to show up in my garden and say the vaccine isn't real or whatever it was. Like I need to learn that because that was like peak Dorinda. Um, and then the first time I audibly gasped in horror is like after that whole fight was over and mm-hmm. they apologized to each other, Dorinda kissed Vicky on the mouth. She could have had COVID still. And she put her lips on her lips. And I was like, <gasps> like After that's how deeply I, I was. Ugh. After she was already coughing. She was, and yeah. And even if it wasn't COVID, she was coughing and gagging. You don't know what is in her phlegm and you right. put your mouth on. She also used to suck John Bedessian's dick. So, I mean, I guess it can't get any worse, but yeah. I would not put my <laughs> mouth on Vicky Gumbleson's mouth. Yeah, especially after all that coughing and stuff and her saying she didn't feel well. I'm like And also Vicky seems like someone who doesn't believe in oral hygiene, like even if her teeth are fine. You know what I mean? Like people who just don't believe in brushing their mm-hmm. teeth and scraping their tongue. She seems so. like somebody that wouldn't bathe every day. Yeah, like it's giving remember how we used to call um the girl from Summer House unwashed? Was that yeah. us? Yep. That was you, right? That we used to call that one girl. I don't want to say her name, <laughs> but we used to say she was unwashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives that. It gives that. <laughs> um but i love eva being like a fangirl and being like these are the fights that i come to watch like eva is very us yeah and then this was only episode two and now i've seen three and four since i had thought about this uh the itineraries are too much you cannot expect people to do these people to do these many things in like one day um it's like it's bad because like she's being horrible but i'm like very into brandy Mm -hmm. on this show and Justin and I were texting about this and he's like you vibing on Brandy is something I would have never predicted nor do I understand (laughs) he's like she's terrible and Justin is terrible so he's saying it is like she's being pretty bad (laughs) I love Justin but But I think she just doesn't she doesn't think about the words that come out of her mouth like she it's not malicious it's just like she's just a mess and she doesn't have a vocab I think Eva said that, like, we've got to use better words. We've got to describe people and not just say, like, you're being a bitch. Like, you've got to say, you're hurting my feelings. Like, (laughs) you're being condescending. You're being this. Like, yeah. Read a book, Read a book. They have. Which is weird because she said a big word the first episode. She said the word trepidation. Like, she said she thinks that um, Tamara had, like, like, Tamara didn't like her. So she had trepidations about, like, coming. And I'm like, so, so where's the big words? But you don't know anything besides a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I, she's definitely one of those. And I think it's also when you're drinking, too. Like, your brain is not at its full potential. Yeah, but so far in this episode, she's invited to the cookout with Phaedra and Eva. So I was weak when they were like, Brandy's part of the... And then later, they almost took it back. But yeah. um, <laughs> they start out with the pedicures. And the thing about Serena is, like, she's just, like, pushing the agenda too much. You know, like, she knows... She's like not producing, but she's trying, you know what I'm saying? Like she, Mm -hmm. she's like every, like, she's not good at being subtle. So she's like, everybody, this is going to be amazing because she knows it's Jill coming. Right. But then when Jill shows up, she acts like she doesn't know who it is. And it's like, girl, you planned the reunion. So they did, which I thought was like a little too much. Like we're doing a lot of like flashbacks to these women on their shows Mm -hmm. so far. And like, sometimes it's fun when they do the montages, but like, 
to recreate the scene of scary island where like jill surprised everybody while they're getting pedicures was just like a little too much for me yeah and then she had a shirt that said surprise on it i'm like oh (laughs) god but then i was weak at that part like i wasn't weak at the pedicure setup part but i was weak because jill is so jill like i forgot how much i miss jill and like viewers today don't get it like jill was everything those first two seasons season three is when she started to get evil but the first two seasons she was just so good and like she's just that jewish mom and she's like surprise Mm. and like when no one reacted (laughs) and i know that was intentional like they were being bitches i was so happy like that made it better because at first i was like oh this is so dumb but when they all pretended to not know who she was i it sent me because joe was so upset (laughs) she was just like wow okay and then yeah. just kept awkwardly talking like, does anyone need a, a, a rack, a, a clothing rack? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to mess up yours. So I ordered one from Amazon. It comes to 24 hours. And yada, 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 yada. I'm like, oh, my God. She, she is the Jewish mom stereotype. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, and then in that moment, again, because I just, like, we watched, I watched these ones earlier this week. And I just watched episode four today. But in that moment, right, when, like, the fact that Dorinda knew what the setup was and then pretended to be, like, confused when mm-hmm. Joe got there I was like oh these two don't like each other like yeah. I was shocked because I just assumed because like they were in the same little circles and stuff I was like not that they were best friends but I was like they, I'm sure they got on politely right right but, um but like and as we learned in this latest episode is like they have a lot of deep-rooted shit mm-hmm. and I was like oh I like this but at the time I was like oh Dorinda's shady as hell because like how are you going to set up somebody's arrival and then make them look like a flop right right so she, Dorinda's been doing a lot of like manipulation on this show. Like uh, I tweeted on our behalf, FYI, I wrote, keep Dorinda on pause. No, I saw that. <laughs> Period. I didn't add anything. I just wrote that. No, no funny gift. Just keep Dorinda on pause. Them having the, like this at her house at Bluestone Manor, I think got to her head a little bit. I, yeah, I was thinking about that by this week's episode. I said, you know what? That wasn't a smart choice because the good thing about like Turks and Caicos, and if the rumors are true that the next cast is going to Thailand, the location is an equalizer. I think that uh, this whole thing of it being at her house, she's thinking it's like a Dorinda show and it really isn't. Um, So then later, um, also I was like, why is Eva always wearing a purse when they're just hanging out at the house? Like, I know that people want to have a look, but- Baby girl, your wallet, just leave it in the room. Yeah. Marco's not going to steal it. It's fine. You don't need it, I promise. But I was then, just like, you know, hilarious. Later, she, it's because she's carrying weed around, but. Yeah. But like, you can Still, just leave it in your purse. She yeah. has like a whole ass purse. Yeah. You have pockets. Just put the weed in there. Put the gummies in there. Um, I really liked the moment that she and Taylor shared, though, mm-hmm. discussing being survivors of domestic violence. Like, that really got me because, like, I'll always remember watching the original seasons with Taylor dealing with that. And it was just so crazy. It was so crazy. Um, and terrifying. And, like, on TV. so badly for her. And the fact that Camille put it on, like, put it out there on TV was also crazy. Thinking about it, it now. It was crazy, like... but it's real. And I think, like, honestly I think that like helped save Saved her life, life. Yeah. actually you know what I mean like I think some people were like oh you shouldn't have done that but I think low-key that saved her life I think Camille knew that too like Camille and Kyle because what didn't Kyle know I think they were trying to support her yeah the best yeah. they could yeah and then they end up going at nighttime to a coffee reader and I wrote this 
now I'm learning. I wrote this in two episodes. I say, why is everyone dressed nicely? And Dorinda is in a costume. I wrote this about the coffee reader. And then I also wrote this about prohibition. (laughs) Like, why doesn't Dorinda want to look cute? She's not the worst dresser. I've seen her in those outfits before, but sometimes when she goes dress up, because like, I always remember too, in that episode where um, she gets mad about Giovanni she wore that crazy rainbow jumpsuit that also looks tacky as hell. It's yeah. like sometimes she just goes a little too too costume, a, a little, little too, too camp, yeah camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and guess what? It's not Met Gala 2019. We don't need you to go camp ever again. We don't did need lots of people who did it to do that again. Um, but like everyone looked so nice, and then we got Jill in the pink and the strawberry shortcake look, as Phaedra said, and then uh, Dorinda in a fucking like the outfit that Dorinda wore to the coffee reader, she should have worn to the prohibition dinner because it was like a big fringy silver situation. Yeah, I did like it. Um, but yeah. Oh, well, that's I'm glad for you. Um We're talking about <laughs> um we're talking about Dorinda's look, right? The coffee reader, where she was wearing the silver thing, episode two. Oh, the coffee reader. I don't think I was paying attention to her outfit. That's the one where Phaedra called Jill Strawberry Shortcake. Yeah. And pink and Hilarious. Else, and like, <laughs> um, and then I've never laughed as hard as I did when um, Brandy said that the girl had the lesbian eyebrows. Eyebrows. Oh, my God. And then like, what, I can made tell she's a lesbian. Harder, what made me laugh harder is, like, she went to the coffee reader with Eva, and they're doing the coffee reading, and all the other women are like, but Brandy said that woman was a lesbian, and then the woman and her husband come out, and they're like, oh, you're a beautiful couple. <laughs> and they were like trying to make up and apologize on Brandon's behalf because you could tell they were like low-key pissed like wow we didn't sign up for this but yeah, also asked the husband like hey like or he said he was married and she was like who are you married to he said the chef she's like oh I thought that she was a lesbian <laughs> also Brandy was on watch what happens live with Jill on Tuesday and they did a game did you see this where it was like mm-hmm are these lesbian eyebrows and it would just show eyebrows of women and then Randy would say yes or no and she was right most of the time but um the thing that I (laughs) noticed in her trend is like she's picking eyebrows that aren't like penciled in or that aren't or you know that are a little thicker and the one that she got wrong was like do you know who Brooke Shields is Mm -hmm. okay I don't know sometimes you know how some people just don't know certain that movie has like of her and her brother or yeah her and her brother on the beach her brother that's not her brother no, it wasn't her real brother, but like in the movie. No, that wasn't her brother in the movie. Yes, it was. Don't they have sex? Yes, that was her brother. No, that is not a movie about incest. Yes, it was. Hold on. Blue? It was either her brother Lagoon. or her cousin. Yes, Blue Lagoon was about incest. I don't think that's true. Brooke. <laughs> but anyways, so you know Brooke Shields was the blue lagoon hard to watch for people yeah no oh! <laughs> told you <laughs> a very young brooke Shields. they were cousins yeah play cousins who survive a shipwreck and then fall in love listen i'm gonna tell you <laughs> story because they're too old to listen to podcasts my grandpa's brother married a cousin <laughs> So you know what? Some shit happens sometimes. And they're a very nice couple. I love them actually a lot. So I mean Sean, I mean not Chantal, Ima, um Ayan almost married her cousin. So, you know. Girl, yeah. So you know what? It happens. That that's what people used to do. Anyways, <laughs> now that I've learned that. So Brooke Shields, you know, she has really thick eyebrows. Yeah. Um, and so like when you have thick eyebrows, you don't need to like 
pencil stuff in as much because like one time Sony penciled in my eyebrows and I started crying because I thought I looked like a Jackson. <laughs> I was like take it off no and she's like why are you crying and I'm like I look crazy <laughs> so like she picked every she picked every set of eyebrows that didn't have like either pencil in or microblading so I was like girl she would look at my eyebrows and think I was a lesbian yeah your eyebrows would give her pure lesbian when I think like I wish I had eyebrows that thick yeah I'm just like I have Brooke Shield eyebrows love the dick but i'm not gonna pencil them in because i would look crazy <laughs> i would look fucking deranged i look like bianca del rio <laughs> i don't want that um wow i'm still processing the blue lagoon like my, as vicky said with the bourbon my whole body is warm now <laughs> like, i'm so uncomfortable i thought it was just something about her being like probably 15 when they made that movie was the wrong thing but now the blue ambiguously incestuous lagoon is what pinterest says I can't. not ambiguously that's what they wrote the blue hyphen ambiguously hyphen incestuous hyphen lagoon beyond oh, no. okay. I always knew I was like ew they are related mm. I mean but that's what people used to do on soap operas too you know what I mean anyways that's yeah, how they were like goes. I mean they were like six when they were a bit shipwrecked like this show is about lesbian eyebrows not incestuous cousins yeah <laughs> This is a family show, and that that's my family. Uh, I did say shout out, like I feel bad for even Pedro because, like, I feel like they're falling into. I know it's not in, like it's not, but it feels like it. You know, when like people of color have to be like the sage wisdom for mm-hmm. crazy white people, like that's what they're doing this whole season so far. Is like they're all calming. They're like the Scorpio people. gang, the Scorpio cookout gang. gang. Yeah. I know, but they did almost rescind her cookout invitation. They told her, they're like, uh, uh-uh, you got to find new words. But I do respect that they're trying to be like, understanding for her. Mm-hmm. And then, um, which I think I would too end up being that way because literally, like, she's just being picked on at this point. Like Tamara told mm-hmm. her to shut the fuck up first. Like you've got to shut the fuck up. Like, no, I think she said it first, and then no, Tamara said it back first. at her. Because um, Dorinda was like, they were talking about the eyebrow situation. And um, Dorinda was like, you can't say some things. And Tam was like, you've got to shut the fuck up. And then uh, after that. Yeah, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who I would be in the situation. I feel like I'd be Jill. Like, I would be, one, eating all the time, talking mm-hmm. all the time. And then, because um, she is supportive, but she doesn't also, like, spend too much time, like, working on people. Because, yeah. like. I will do one therapy session of like, hey, here's what to do. And if you keep acting crazy, I'm like, I don't have time to tell you again. I think I'd be I'm Eva. Go my I'm not that patient. Like, shout out to Eva. I'm... No, I mean, I'd Maybe be Eva I'd be... wanting to Maybe go I... to the weed shop. Well, yeah, you'd be Eva <laughs> smoking. But, uh, and like, and Eva's great too. And like, also like, you know, once they start talking about her husband, she like also stepped up. I think it would be like Phaedra where I would just be like, I'm here in all my crazy costume. Mm-hmm. And then like, I'll kind of tap in and I'll just make fun of everybody behind their back. Yeah. Professional. Like, I like that she's not too involved. I'd also be, um, I mean, I'm skipping around different episodes, but I'd also be on the phone disciplining my son being like, mm-hmm. and yeah, I did find out that you were causing a fuss. So you will <laughs> not have your phone. Like period. Absolutely. I don't care if I'm here, there, I'm everywhere. I'd be like, I'm like God, baby. I'm everywhere. I'm omnipresent in this bitch. Yeah. No phone for you. <laughs> um, the third episode, I was like starting to burn out a little bit. 
but um this was like oh this is where they said that brandy made the the cookout crew um they were doing like the i wasn't really interested in the housewife olympic situation that was so boring to me Mm -hmm. the, the games i was just like this is too much um also like dorinda is rude as fuck to marco like um they had the butler season one they had that michael guy mm-hmm. and they all wanted to fuck him so they were all very nice to him right but dorinda is mean as fuck to marco and that makes me think that like dorinda is probably that housewife that like when she meets fans in like a stage setting she's all like yeah stealing giovanni and like you know like people are like oh my god i love dorinda she's my favorite she's so nice but like if she's in the street she's rude as fuck to service people yeah hmm. it's my theory based on how she's acting with marco and how she yeah. was kind of with the house get, house staff too like all these invited people i listened to her like interview on the everything iconic podcast mm-hmm. and like she was trying to say i feel like she was already trying to do damage control because she was just talking about how like the house is like her escape and she like loves being there but like having this whole set of people in her house that she's not used to just made her feel different and that she would never do it again and blah 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 it's like yeah one you probably shouldn't ever do it again and secondly like she was terrible to a lot of like you know how we said in first episode you could tell brandon's actually quite nice Mm -hmm. to like everybody uh i have a sense and like as we learn more about dorinda through jill in this week's episode i have a sense that dorinda's actually probably like not a very kind person often. Uh, I mean, I didn't a like that she, you know, like they were doing a lasagna cook off and she was like, hmm, I'm just gonna use some of her ingredients. Like, I thought that was in really poor taste. Yeah, yeah, it's like just play fair. And yeah. I think she thought it was gonna be fu- come off as funny, and it just comes off as like being a dick, a bully. Yeah, yeah. I do enjoy that Brandy and um, <laughs> Brandy smoked with Eva. <laughs> I was like, Brandy needs to smoke more because she, you know, she's a little more silent when that happens. And very ditzy. I mean, she's already ditzy, but like her <laughs> eye is just hilarious. I know. I, um, Jill is, like I said, Jill is my surprise favorite. Jill and Brandy are my surprise favorites this season because I love that Jill is just like that old grandma because like, mm-hmm. um, they, she was wearing the pajamas that Dorinda got them. And she goes, these pajamas, I love them. I just ordered 10. J. Crew, like, <laughs> <laughs> like jill only drinks diet coke so she's always on one she's like these you, pajamas i ordered 10 of them i love them you J. sound Crew. just like her <laughs> it's because i i can embody her because i love her so much like my friend jake and i in undergrad like he and i i've said this story a million times but like the first show we ever watched on bravo was uh roni and it was season two airing our freshman year of college. And like, that's when Bradley didn't have a lot of original programming yet. So mm-hmm. the way they play like every Below Deck episode right now, over and over and over again, they used to do that with Roni. So he and I would watch everything with Jill and Bethany over and over again. And we were always yeah. like, he's Jill, I'm Bethany. So mostly he would imitate Jill, but we'd also do the Gloria where it's like, um, what she's like, I wake up and it's Passover. And then I wake up and it's Yom Kippur. And then I wake up and it's Passover. So it's like- <laughs> I just I I don't know why I have no Jewish relatives but I really connect with the Jewish faith maybe you were Jewish in your past life um hot Jewish men contact me yeah she My wants to go some type of way when she thought I was dating a Jewish guy but uh but then I was like Jesus was a Jew mom and she was like you know what true <laughs> but he's time to go to all the bat mitzvahs all the Yom Kippur's all I the Passover. Like that's my energy yeah like I love a little party like I'd be very Kyle I wouldn't convert I love being Catholic, despite yeah. all the problems. 
Um, but I like, I like our energy too of being like, yeah, this is wrong. Fuck it. We're going to go do that anyway and say sorry later. I mean, that's Christianity too. Like our yeah. pit tomorrow, whatever. High key. Let's go to confession. I stuttered confession. <laughs> I sure could never. Um, but, uh, I was screaming when Jill did not like, when Jill was like, I mean, Dorinda's lasagna wasn't that good. I don't know why I'm talking like, this is not on purpose. Like her spirits inside me. Um, and then at the end of the night, um, they're trying to play little games and Brandy bigs up, brings out these big inflatable dicks. And um, I love that that like bonded everybody together. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes when you don't over plan and stop like, enforcing things down people's throats that actually helps like people connect a little bit better yeah also I just thought it was hilarious I like I hate when people do this but at the same time it can be funny but like I say I think it's hilarious in that way that people passive aggressively say it like Vicky is all like this game scares me I'm like girl I send people clips all the time of you deep throating that dick lollipop in Cabo um at then they flash it back they sure fucking did and I sent I every time that that clip happens when I'm rewatching OC I always like send it to my friends because I'm like Vicky is deranged because I just love how much everybody's screaming in disgust when she does it because like you know how to you know how to suck a lollipop so she said that she she used to say she fucks four times a day and now she's trying to act like she's scared of like an inflatable one please but I was weak when Brandy was like licking it everywhere and like poking it and stuff <laughs> and Dorinda was like I've never her impression of licking the, the balls and putting the like... thumb <laughs> <laughs> I was so embarrassed like I blushed I was like <laughs> I was weak because it's on like an inflatable dick so it just looks so silly <laughs> but I was so weak when Dorinda was like I've never had to hear the word ass play in 30 years or however many years you know what she was 50 saying years, yeah. I was screaming my head off it was so funny it was so so good I was like please god shield me from the ass play <laughs> yeah and then um I was um then they did their little confessions game and I've never like and I mean we've watched her for years I've never seen Dorinda more upset that when then when Brandy protected Jill from saying something about her dad right I thought was so dark like, Dorinda is so dark-sided. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, like, she's so dark-sided, and she's so unapologetic about it. And it's just weird to me. And, again, we're going to get into this week's episode. But, like, I was just, like, Brandy was actually doing something really legit where she's, like, national TV, you know? And I think that's, like, a very fair call to mm-hmm. me. Because it, like, I always say it all the time. Like, I joke. I'm, like, my parents are ridiculous. But I would never want to say something about them that I couldn't take back. That was Right. Difficult. And Jill seems like someone that just kind of, like, says stuff sometimes. And they've been drinking, Yeah, you know? and, and Jill is very, like, for as crazy as Jill is, too. Because Jill is not the best person in the world. But Jill is, like, fairly authentic. So, like, she is, she's not calculating. Right. In that sense for herself. She can be calculating in other ways. But, like. In that moment, she wasn't being calculating. And so, like, Brandy Rose was trying to protect her, and Dorinda was livid because Angela one, hasn't been on national TV show. in a very long time. Yeah. Like, Dorinda wants, quote, good TV. And then Dorinda, like we know, also underlyingly doesn't like Jill. So she was hoping that Jill would do something terrible. Mm-hmm. And she wants to just control everything. Like, I've never seen someone so controlling in my life, except maybe me today at work. Eva Carter <laughs> got mad because I was like, 
I was like, please don't be tacky. Like, wait till we're done to like bring lunch to other people because we have like a guest today. Mm-hmm. And like my research assistant like got mad and like threw her hands in the air. I was like, girl, get out. Like, I'm trying to because like our program sees external visitor. This is an event, blah, blah. My team sees it's staff free lunch day. And it's like, that's not what this is. And also there's so much food. Like, don't act like a desperado. Yeah. And I was just like stopping them because I know that they were going to just go do it anyway. And then they waited 40 minutes till they came down and ate lunch. And I was like, you only burned yourself. <laughs> anyway, moving along. <laughs> but other than that, Dorinda is the most controlling person I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> other than me today. Other than me. Other than me at 12.05 p.m. this afternoon. Um, Dorinda is the most controlling person I've ever seen in my life. Um, my mom does get mad at me. She's like, you like want everyone to behave. But I'm the other way. I want people to behave well. To a point, like, don't embarrass me. And then my mom's like, you can't control people. I'm like, I can try. Uh, <laughs> I try sometimes. And then I'm like, okay, I'm not. Like, I mean, me I'm a pretty low-key person. But there's just some places where I just want people to act right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I don't like, what I don't like is, like, negative attention. Again, like those girls on the astrology um, podcast said, like Capricorn Moons. I don't, I like damage control. Yeah. I don't want negative attention coming towards me. Yeah, or for sure. I'm associated with um anyways this week's episode was really good um it started out with aerobics in the morning which I think I've discussed before she did like a guest collaboration on this fitness app I have Mm -hmm. um where she did aerobics and it was so funny because she did four classes and the first time she did her aerobics which were so dull and like a couple of the exercises were hard but like for the most part it's it was so low effort compared to the classes my app usually has yeah that then in the next few the instructors had to start taking over and they were they would like let dorinda do a couple intro things and but then they would do the routines mm-hmm. and i have like, a video that. i have a video of like dorinda doing their routine and she was like exhausted i could just see it i just zoomed in on her face but like, <laughs> we're still lifting this and she was like wow this is effective and I swear that she was drunk on the Christmas one because that shit was like unhinged. She was calling like, and I think it's like on demand still. Like, I feel like she was calling, she was making like microaggressions against the gay elf or something. Like it was just the whole thing. And she didn't like the girl. And she was like, well, you're a lot. It was just, it was so much. Controlling. She was trying to control the narrative. Um, I was kind of weak that Brandy and Tamara were like in the same color scheme since they were kind of at this point in the series, they weren't mm-hmm. each other. So I was weak that they had the same thoughts. Um, so we have like this argument between Tamara and Dorinda. We're like, Dorinda's yelling at them for having food in their room. And they're like, we didn't know. We're sorry. And then she starts yelling about her plaques in the room. And <laughs> Tamara goes, there's so much in that room. I didn't, I didn't even see the plaque. Like, <laughs> It was just so much going on. And then fucking Brandy, a mess, as you shared on our Instagram with her tweet about the wrong suitcase. Like, of course, Brandy only has one leg warmer when she needs to. Like, she just can never get it together, that girl. Oh, Brandy. The the Dorinda fight was, like, with Tamara's Wild. And that's when I was like, don't invite people to your house. Like, if you are so precious about the stuff in your house like that's your prerogative but you shouldn't have people there right or put that stuff somewhere else like you know 
take some of those items, put it in your garage or in a spare room, lock it up. Like, don't just have it sitting around if you cared that much about it. Or just not, like you said, have it at, like have it at your house. Well, have people at your house. Like, have them stay at like an inn somewhere and you host events at the house. Like, if you're really actually worried about that. Because I find it really hard to believe that in all those years of her hosting New York Housewives, that no one has ever brought food to their room in that. Right. And I'm like, you didn't she put her house on Airbnb or something for like one time? It was like probably a, a one time thing. I feel like she part of me felt felt like, OK, she's using this Bluestone Manor thing to create a platform to put it on Airbnb more. Because I think yeah. she did have a one weekend type of Airbnb thing where she let one guest, you know, like one set of guests, like rent it. Yeah. So that that's what that gave me. But she's so controlling. Like, they aren't five years old. They are fifty in their fifties and sixties almost. And then like, like the and then the gaslighting of it all with Tamara and like being like and like Vicky said like turning it around on them where she was like why like because Tamara started crying because she didn't like the yelling and then Dorinda was like I'm so sorry to like have rules and like and have respect for my house. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that that's upsetting to you. And you could just see the malice in her eyes when she was doing it and like the intentional calmness when someone's already distraught. And that's how Dorinda fights because I've seen her do it with like Luann and I've seen her do it with Tinsley and all that stuff when she hates someone. It's like mm-hmm. when she just like needles them very calmly. Yeah. Um, and she does like to turn it around on people. So it was just like so fucking rude. And it was true. She told Tamara not to come to the aerobics and then try to act mad Tamara wasn't at the aerobics. It's like, bitch, yeah. what do you want? And that's, that's the thing. She's want. like, she wants everyone to do the activities. Like, they called her a Girl Scout leader. Like, you want all of your little Girl Scouts to do all of your oh, activities. Oh, yeah, I think that was Taylor. Taylor's yeah. funny this season. I like that Taylor has a little bit of sass this season. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Mean, she's not being it's just too much. Me. Like, A, I'm not a full itinerary person. Like, a couple of activities, yes, but I need some, I need a nap. I need some time to myself. Well, I need, need some to... time to just chill. I don't want to... When you have a group that big, you need to be flexible because not everyone in the group's going to want to do all the things and you can't take it personally. Like, again, as um, I'm the fucking Girl Scout leader of all these bachelorette parties, I tell people all the time, I'm like, just be honest if you want to do something or not, if I have to make a reservation because right. I don't care, but I'm not going to pay for a missing person either. Right. So, Cause like, you know, like I'm doing one where like, we're going to do a food tour, but like people have certain dietary stuff. So it's like, you know, you can, you can stay at the beach. Like no one's going to be mad if, if that's, you know, wouldn't be a smart use of your money. Right. Um, cause it's like when you have, especially like all the ones I've been to have had like 10 plus people, you can't try and expect that to happen. Yeah. And, it's all yourself and everyone's going to be annoyed by you. Yep. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. I do love that this show has the, um, what they call like the ITMs, like the, in the moment interviews where it's like, they have that couch yeah manner where like people have been doing the interviews in real time because that's always when you get the best reactions is like when people are fresh Mm -hmm. um versus like when you wait for their confessionals because when they have the confessionals they've thought about it they can like plan clever phrases and stuff like that but in the moment is in the moment yeah they have like a Um, like a real world girl like um situation going on and then oh god love island situation yeah and then vicky and tamra when they were cleaning their room was like the vicky and tamra that i love 
when they were like, oh no, there's a leaf on the floor. <laughs> go pick it up, go pick it up. <laughs> and they were like, uh-oh, your makeup's on this pillow. <laughs> like, And they're like, she's not going to like that. And then Marco came in. He's like, can I get you guys anything? And they're like, no, you're the reason we're here in the first place. Take this out. Take this out. <laughs> I just love when they are are funny together. Yeah. Um, those are the kind of moments like when they, um, cause it was kind of like when they used to like make fun of Heather being mm-hmm. hard on them. And so I like when they do that kind of stuff. And, um, and then, um, Taylor was getting them all ready for the tea party. And she was like, I'm gonna say 12. Cause you bitches are always late. And Brandy was like, why can she say bitch? And Eva goes, your bitch hits different. <laughs> and that's true because I tell people to like, if I if I start a sentence with bitch blah 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 versus like listen bitch, like those are two different bitches. Right. I would say like I would say if my hand is coming back as I say bitch, it's like friends. But if I'm pointing down as I say bitch, we're fighting. It's two different tones. It's like bitch or bitch. Exactly. bitch. Thank you. Yeah, bitch. Long bitch is like you're my bitch. But if I I'm say bitch, bitch you're a little punk ass bitch yeah see two different two different tones two different connotations yeah and brandon's always like listen bitch and so that's not the same it's just like you bitches are always late yeah that's a collective bitch which is also different um i love like everybody was gathering to get the tea from tamara and vicky and evo was like i'm social distancing from the bullshit that would be me i can't with the clown activity yeah even if i'm on their side i can't with the clown activity it's just too much and then they get ready for the tea party. They all look very cute. Um, I said, if there's one thing I can count on, Vicky loves calling somebody princess or princessa. Like, I don't know why that's her jam, but she called, like, she's always done it. She always calls everybody princess. And then I love when she says princessa because it's just so American. It's very American. It's like, hey, princess. She's like, hi, princessa. <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel like all the Dorinda haters got into one car because it was like Jill, Tamara, Vicky, and Brandy. I know Brandy technically doesn't hate Dorinda, but I feel like she did by the end of the show. Mm. So I was weak at that. Um, also, I'm jealous that Taylor doesn't work out and she's so skinny. Not that she has like the best body, but I just hate that she's skinny without working out. Yeah, that old and that skinny. Also, I don't know if you caught this, but she was walking around barefoot at that place with the tea party i thought she was maybe wearing flats or sandals at first and then i clocked it and she was not wearing shoes i was like i know she's from oklahoma but come on now i don't i just don't like to see feet around food and like yeah and like when you're dressed nicely like i'm not gonna lie i hate when people at weddings take their shoes off on the dance floor if you can't wear those heels don't wear them in the first place i hate when people do that clubs anywhere that like that you're out keep your shoes on wait till you go home yeah and like if you're going to a wedding and you know you can't hang in your shoes bring a pair of sandals yeah just bring them and hide them in your jacket because it looks so so tacky my mom always said that she's like whatever shoes you wear you better be able to wear them because you're gonna wear them all night yeah don't don't embarrass me yeah i was like i might like for this wedding next week i told since i'm gonna be in it and so i'll have you know be there early with a bag I might bring a pair of sneakers just like in case the shoes, mm-hmm. but I did pick shoes that I'm hoping I could last through for a while because my mama raised me properly. That's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah, I, I suffer or I sit down and like try to prop my feet up a little bit, one foot at a time so I can move them around a little bit, get a little bit of... Exactly. Circulation. Rest, yeah, circulation, a little bit of rest in them. Yeah, you just do breaks. 
like the one we're about to take and then we'll wrap this up our super yep. size episode let's do it wrap 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 it up so i do have one thing to say while we were on break that i found out what's Taylor armstrong is a capricorn moon i know my girl oh i didn't know that are you also capricorn moon yeah, I I'm a Capricorn, You're double Sun, Moon. Right? I have six six placements in Capricorn. I mean, I'm... I have hella placements, but just I was like thinking because you're a Sun, but I forgot that you're also a Moon. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, I have four placements in Capricorn, two Virgo. She loves the Earth. Yeah, I have six in Capricorn, two in Taurus. One in Aquarius. Come on, materialist girl. Yeah, I'm all Earth. It's actually insane. I have to. But also, Taurus like fancy shit, which is you again. I like. I love an aesthetic. Okay, I love an aesthetic. Um, I literally only have. I have. First of all, I have no fire placements and only one water. I have no water placements. And That's one why water. I don't have time for antics because I'm all <laughs> Earth and air. <laughs> You don't have time for sad or mad. I'm only here for beautiful and grounded. My Jupiter's in Leo. I think that gives me like a little same. And Capricorns. That means we can like be, we're, that they meant, say they always say like why we're compatible. Where's our little friend thing on Coastar? Yeah. And we're I mean they always friends. say, you know, Aries are crazy. They're batshit crazy. But Capricorns are the ones you need to really be afraid of because once we blow, we blow. Like once the top blows off, it's off. We blow like Hesha. This and we can be very. Oh. oh my God, not again. We can be Tell very. enough. Um, what was it called? Ow. Oh, my hand. Calculating. Um, We are, we're compatible in everything besides love and sex. Sorry. That's you and I. On CoStar. <laughs> We don't have lesbian eyebrows. I mean, I have lesbian eyebrows, but I'm I'm Brooke Shields. All right, sorry. <sighs> don't people know you have a standing date every Thursday evening from they should. Whenever it's the same done. person. It's it's the same person. You're like, I'm still working because you keep calling me, otherwise I'd be done by now. Yeah. No, I'm just Hello. And then somebody was like, hey, can you come to trivia tonight? And I was like, first of all, no. Second of all, no, I'm busy. <laughs> like, trivia is cute or whatever. But I went to bingo last night and it was the like I a, saw. it was like a um music bingo. So like they would play a song. They started with the 80s, then went to the 90s, then went to the two thousands, and then you know, yeah. so on. And I won. I was like, wow. Interesting. It was a ten dollar uh, coupon. You wrote something like the first time I ever won. I was like, "Why is India thirty one and just willing <laughs> to win at bingo?" Like, it's my first time winning at bingo. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so back to the girls' trip. Um, this is this is when some shit got good. So then we get the Jill and Dorinda like backstory and all this stuff. So like. There was like a like a little brief fight amongst everybody that was stupid at the tea party. I didn't really care, yeah. um, but I was weak when Jill was like, "All oh, this fighting," and I've just been eating this whole time. <laughs> I was like, "Same." Jill has been um, so removed from reality TV as well that like the most removed yeah. out of all of them that like it's, 
she's so thirsty yeah. because like I was weak when she was in her confessional and she's like I've been a housewife for 10 years and I was like no you've only been a housewife for four years you were yeah. you were a housewife 10 years ago exactly because she was a housewife from like 08 to 12 well technically till 11 actually but it aired I think no it aired 11 um sorry that yeah. I know all of this but three years yeah like she was only on the four seasons. And, and I remember so, her not coming back like it was yesterday. Like, I literally literally remember. Like and it wasn't she her was not coming back. back. It was her being fired as yeah. they all fired. Because she was part of the, she was part of, no, they had said reboot, like, yeah. actually out loud when that happened. Because I remember, because it was, like, this big drama, because they got rid of half the cast. Because they mm-hmm. got rid of Kelly, Cindy, Jill, and Alex. Mm-hmm. And they only kept Luann Ramon. Ramona and Sonia, which is like why people just know those three as like the quote, like people think Sonia was there from season one, even though she started season three. As we know, like New York is my ultimate. Uh, I mean, I think it's everyone's ultimate. It's not like there's a lot of people who either haven't watched it from the start, like they started really late, or painful, um, or they have never watched. Like there's people who've watched who I think a lot of people's like inception point was Beverly Hills because that sounded like Hollywood to people Mm -hmm. so a lot of people's inception point was Beverly Hills um and then a lot of people like Atlanta and like I feel like people who like Atlanta thought that they weren't gonna like New like people who like Atlanta like New Jersey but they didn't like New York do you know what I'm saying yeah which is just a different New York is literally the best but I was just thinking like I think I want to take off like and not talk to people one day this weekend and just binge New York like I have season four or three no three not never Gary island yeah three um i own seasons one through three on itunes i've watched them so many times i just stopped watching them because it was like a sickness after a while um those are the ones like i can recite by heart um season four was after when bethany was doing bethany ever after so they brought in cindy to be the new bethany which what a flop mm-hmm. i mean cindy's funny but like cindy's not bethany um, but the only redeeming part of season four is that's when they go to Morocco and minus Ramona and Sonia saying a bunch of racist things that would never fly today. Um, it's like hilarious. Cause that's when Luann's like, yeah, Habibi everywhere. And so it's like our first cultural appropriation of, <laughs> um, of housewives that I remember. And then, um, that's oh, when, not the Habibi. and then that's when Luann said like, even Louis Vuitton makes mistakes about Alex's Herman Munster shoes. Yeah, I mean, Alex was an interesting character to be, you know. And I, I think, think Pellegrino also posts yeah. that clip all the time of Cindy Barshop going, Jill, get that snake off your head. <laughs> 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 um, but anywho, back to this one. Okay, so Jill has not been a housewife for 10 years, as we said. Um, and so Taylor and Jill are talking and Taylor saying like that, um, Dorinda was very vulnerable in the car and I'm not trying to be insensitive and I've never lost a spouse um, I've lost parent like figures and I've never gotten over it so I get it but also like I feel like there's a point where you have to stop not stop talking about it but try and choose to like move on with your life yeah and I just don't understand like again like we don't know we've heard rumblings that like their marriage was like not in the best place before he got sick but then she stayed with him after he got sick you're joined in Richard so I I don't know what that is that she's like not ever really processed that grief 
And so like, that's what everyone's saying is like, she has this anger because she's unhappy because this is not what she pictured her life to be. Yeah. And it's been 10 years because he, like, she got on the show, like, right after he died. Um, or it's been almost 10 years. Yeah. Or it was 10 years is what she said. Um, but it's just, like, it's just really exhausting to, like, keep using that as your excuse for hurting people because then you need to go do some work inside. And, like, that's the reason Andy Quote put her on pause, which mm-hmm. was, like, her anger towards Tinsley was beyond. And it was because Tinsley was getting what Tinsley thought to be her dream right her happily ever after because she had this man that was like financially providing for Mm -hmm. her and she was like having all the things that she wanted and the life that she had before her life was crumbling you know what I mean so Tinsley also had a crumble but she was like in her way putting her pieces back together and like Dorinda I could tell was really resentful of that because Dorinda Mm -hmm. said horrible things to her that season and I wasn't even a Tinsley fan and I was team Tinsley that season because she was saying the weird stuff about like basting the babies and all that stuff. Yeah. And just she was like, for her at all. And she, What's it to and you? she was like, but don't take it seriously. And I was like, and that's kind of what she did to Tamara too, where she was like, why are you crying? Like, and it's like, because you're a horrible person. Right. The way I've turned on Dorinda Medley beyond. But yeah, I love how Jill was like, Dorinda was very proud to be Mrs. Medley and like, she liked doing that stuff and like as we know with the bluestone right she loves hosting and she wants people Mm -hmm. to like fawn over her for being a good hostess but being a good hostess means doing things without expecting something in return yep like you have to and not expecting that either you know and not pressuring people like even the last episode where vicky clearly didn't feel well i'm gonna be honest if i have a sinus infection i'm dead to the world because you feel awful like from here to here and like it almost Mm -hmm. feels like the flu but it's not the flu you just know you don't feel well especially if you go so many days without you know like treatment or like getting medication or taking care of yourself and you're just like and also well and with something like a sinus infection because I had one recently and the thing is is like you start to get better and Mm -hmm. then you're like oh I'm better and so then you especially somebody like Vicky, who I think is like both you and me in the sense, I'm not comparing us to Vicky Gumbelson, but I'm saying um, we're three women who are very like workhorses. And so yeah. like we hate not working. And so the minute that like we're better, we're like, okay, time to work now. Even if it's like when I had my sinus infection, once I started to feel a little better, I was like, I can do laundry. I can vacuum. I can, and I was mm-hmm. like, clean up my whole apartment. And the next day I was sicker because yep. if you don't let your body fully recover and you try to get back to it too quickly you actually undo the progress yep and she just like went through a breakup too like that can have a, a wear on yeah, your on your physical so health as well like that was so i think those two combined like that's way too much to try and mm-hmm. um like force yourself to be in everything and she did as annoying as she was because i was really sick of her by episode three I do get that it's like if they had just let her pick the activity she wanted to do, like she would have been okay. She would have yeah. been better earlier. But yeah, I Jill spilling all that tea on Dorinda. I was like, put Jill back on the show. Even though I know Jill is also kind of calculated. Mm-hmm. I was like, if we're gonna if we have to deal with Dorinda on legacy, I want her to have to deal with Jill. Yeah. Because Jill is like not cutting corners. And she was like, I like that she was honest. She's like, I wasn't friends with Dorinda, but I knew Dur-. you know, because you do have those mm-hmm. people who they're like you're just acquaintances and it's fine. I mean, you're just like, oh, I know that you're pleasant to like have his company. So like, just come join and all of this stuff. And I thought it was so funny. This quote was so stupid, but I still laugh was when Jill said, you're, it takes a user to think you're a user. <laughs> I was like, that's not a saying. <laughs> Cause it's like, you're the takes same, one to know one. one. And it's like, 
you have to call yourself a user dude <laughs> you can't say to think you're a user um it's but i did to think you're a loser what does that even mean ma'am <laughs> um and then um i think i think she was right when she said that unhappy people can't be around happy people um because i've i've experienced that in my life and for it's sure like you, you know like you have to like protect your energy and your space from people because they just want to bring you down with them and i think dorinda tried to do that a lot like especially in her later seasons on mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. and i think that like i mean people when they're not happy they can't learn to be happy for someone else knowing their happiness is gonna come it's all like coming from a place of lack and i think dorinda just has a lot of growing to do and this show's like mm, nope she needs to stay on she, pause. yeah she really needs to stay on pause forever keep her on pause forever and then this is where I realized I had written twice. Why is everyone dressed hot and Dorinda is dressed like it's Halloween <laughs> for the for the prohibition dinner? Because it was like, I mean, it wasn't the ugliest dress, but she looked so cost. You know what I mean? Like she just yeah. looked kind of dowdy compared to the others. And it's like, you don't have to dress like a hoe, but like just wear something that's not so old. Lady. looking. Yeah, like she looks granny, you know? And her daughter doesn't have a child yet. Um, I'm going to say something. I, nothing can make me laugh than when Vicky Gumbelson falls, when they were walking down the steps, um, for the prohibition dinner and she like almost ate it in her heels. I (laughs) started losing it. Cause do you remember when they went to, it was like, it was with Kelly. I think it was Kelly. It was Vicky's last season. I can't remember. Yes. And she fell at the pool at the jamaica waterfalls like 50 times oh that too i thought you were thinking when she fell by the pool and then they had to call like the ambulance no that one i didn't like because that was like two stage by then but i think it was jamaica i think it was season 13 so i think it was like before that before they were going downhill with the trace amigas annoying stuff but it was like kelly i think it was like gina and emily's first season yeah, because they went to Jamaica, and that's when, like, everybody mm-hmm. she was upset at everybody. And they were in the waterfalls, and, like, every time Vicky took three steps, she just was, like, diving down. And Gina and Emily were, like, these young new girls, and they were having to help her up every time. <laughs> I literally start hyperventilating whenever that, when that scene plays, and then also when they do the ropes course in season 13 and 2 at the beginning, and um, Shannon catches Vicky's finger, and she's like, Shannon, my finger! Ow, ow! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get we get the surfing one when Vicky tries to surf. Is great, and she's like, anyone can do this, and then she just falls off the side. <laughs> so I will tell you, nothing makes me laugh harder than when Vicky Gumbelson falls. I'm so sorry, guys. No, it's I'm sorry, hilarious. Vicky. I'm sorry, Victoria. Um, <laughs> and then they're doing like the bourbon tasting, and I was like, okay, Dorinda, with the business of you know, like cross promoting her mm-hmm. bourbon with the prohibition dinner. I was like, I roll. Um, also like people on the brown liquor, I don't think I would, I think I would like sip it and then like toss the rest in her grass. Like I, I would do drink a brown liquor just to appease her. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, I don't no, know. Not just I'm, to appease her. Cause but. I, I would be twisted. I can't like, I don't, I wouldn't want that on national TV. I do love a, um, there is a, like a few whiskey drinks that I really do like, like a bourbon is not really whiskeys. And then I do like a green tea shot with jameson oh interesting it's amazing i mean i went through like a honey jack phase in my early 20s and yeah like a jack and coke like a i can't do the jacks there. these days Ugh. 
I, I used to be able to rip honey jack shots and then i think I we all did and that i can't even think about it now that and, and like crown apple crown apple oh, I, never, crown. I never did a crown never never had crown Ugh, i mean crown like maybe i've like, had ugh. it once but like never went through a face it makes me want to vomit just thinking about how many crown <laughs> apples how many regular crowns how many jacks and jack honeys ugh. Yeah, the honey jack. Mm-hmm. I can't even think about that. That was a phase of my life. I think that was right before we got Fireball. And then once we got Fireball, I switched. I can't even think about Fireball anymore either. I've outdid <laughs> all of them. All of I them. did take a break from Fireball for a while, but I my body has like re like generated all the cells that it lost. So now I can't again. I think it makes my like sinuses act up. I don't know. I used to wake up and feel like I like had a sinus infection every time I drank that stuff. So I'm, I like tested I- myself. I remember I did an experiment. My friend said, so you're doing a scientific experiment on yourself. Yes, I said, hell yes. yes. I'm doing a trial. I'm going to try Crown. I'm just going to only drink Crown. I'm only going to drink Jack. We're going to see how I feel. And both of them made me feel like shit. And Fireball as well. Um, I don't remember if you knew this. I don't know if we hung out a lot at the time. But like my junior year, I started having this allergic reaction in my eye. And I never figured out what it was from but it was like for a whole semester and I couldn't figure out if it was food or alcohol. Amber and I theorized it was like, if I was around weed or something like mm-hmm. around smoke, like we were just like, we were running theories left and right for like all of 2010 to 2011. <laughs> but I would, I would just be traumatized. Cause I remember I'd scratch my eye. And once I started itching, I was like, guys, I have to go home because then like this lid would swell up over it. And I looked like Quasimodo. Oh no. And I even like my Facebook profile picture was me with like a bandage over it. And I said, isolation in the bell tower for me. Oh no. <laughs> I think I remember this though. Yeah. The photo is very visceral. <laughs> like it was a very visceral memory. Cause it was like not a subtle headband either. <laughs> I do remember um, this. <laughs> and it's a wonder why I wasn't more popular <laughs> with all of my relatable content. Um, but it was terrifying and like the worst is like the first time it happened i'll never forget i was like trying to flirt and my eye was swelling and someone's like come to the bathroom i was like why is somebody telling me this like i've been <laughs> talking for like 20 minutes looking fucking nuts and then shout out to the urgent care of williamsburg they were like diagnosis swelling of the eye cause swelling of the eye <laughs> like prescription nothing they were like we don't know what to do for you and i was like take some benadryl and go home I was like, thank you so much for nothing. Um, but yeah, I was worried that I was like allergic to some alcohols at the time. So I, like I did the same thing where I would like fuss around and try and figure it out. And I was like, well, I'm not going to stop drinking. That would never, I'm like, Brandy, I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't I would die <laughs> without alcohol. Um, I don't have a drinking problem. I have a drinking solution. I just love when they're talking about prohibition and Brandy was like, no alcohol. Who would want to live? <laughs> I was like, that's so dark um have you ever seen this is off topic but have oh, no, you ever fine. seen um wow now i can't even think of the show's name a boardwalk empire that was during the i always wanted to start it because i loved like the little i'm basic like that i love the 1920 shit but i was oh, too lazy so to look for things illegally online yeah it was so when we didn't have tv because college yeah it is really good though <sighs> i know i'm sure it is that one has like steve buscemi in it um then like they were doing the bunghole <laughs> tastings out of the bourbon and like when dorinda kept describing it and she was like comparing it to sex dorinda is that person who talks so much about sex you know they're not having sex you oh know she said mean? she was dry so but you know how she was just like was like and then you do this and blah blah, blah. and it's just like shut up 
who else talks about sex a lot that we were like "Mm, that means you're probably not having it there was another um celebrity that was on that was on another show for sure and yeah we were like that means it's not happening because like just the amount that you have i think it was something that's already ended i think it was the housewives yeah i can't even remember but But we were just like the more you have to talk oh salt lake city heather Heather, Heather yeah because she was always talking about looking for d mm-hmm. and we're like no you're just saying that you don't mean it yeah i also don't think yeah if one d of my knocked on your door you wouldn't answer she sure fucking wouldn't <laughs> be like not tonight she'll be like she'll do some excuses i didn't shave my legs it's like they don't care men don't care <laughs> they honestly don't care about a shaved leg a shaved vagina they are ready to go if they want to fuck they're gonna fuck they're just gonna <laughs> simple creatures <laughs> again men the story the end one more story <laughs> they're simple um yeah but when she was doing that i was like shut up like when brandy was doing the dick stuff it was like no we know that that's real because <laughs> like she's just like she's just to the point but like mm-hmm. when people just say weird creative stuff it's like nobody's ever having that sex that you see in porn of like really elaborate position or like what you read in your extra cosmopolitan book like shut up Mm-mm. everyone's doing whatever is the quickest the fastest the easiest that's it i might pull out a trick every now and then but i thought you were just gonna say and then you pull out i was like india not good public health advice <laughs> especially in this in this political climate <laughs> uh, no 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 praying no. for everybody um thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers yeah. uh, then they had the burlesque dancer and I was like, I want to learn burlesque dancing. I just like the like little illusions, you know what I yeah. mean? Like the, the creativity to like, there's layers to your outfit and it's all like, leaves a little bit of mystery. I was like, hmm. I always I wanted like, to be Esmeralda. That's not the same. Yeah, I know it's not the same, but I'm just saying that's the dance <laughs> I always wanted to learn is like, Oh. I was like, are we just picking you under I wanted to be Meg from Hercules. There you go. <laughs> like, no dancing, just sass. And whatever that dancing is with the... the, the... Belly dancing, belly dancing. Yeah, yeah. That, that. That's all that is. Yeah. Just that. go to Zumba class. Make sure it's... T- t- I always wanted to be Shakira. I want my hips Yo. to not lie. You know what? Like, when I think back, I have not seen the JLo documentary yet. That's what I'll be doing on this holiday weekend, is planning a bachelorette party and watching a fuck ton of content. Um, but when I was watching the, uh, Super Bowl halftime in 2020, like, you mm-hmm. know, everybody was like concerned about me because of JLo, but I've also loved Shakira just as long. Like, and I had kind of forgotten because like she had a very successful career in Latin America before she did crossover. So I've like literally also loved Shakira since I was like six or seven. Yeah. So she was just like so dope in a different way. She also has a concert special on HBO Max that people should watch. I, it took me like five hours to watch because I would like pause it and then dance and sing by myself. And then like, okay, next clip. Like, they're just so good. More people texted me after that Super Bowl performance than they did on my birthday the year before. They're like, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> but I had actually just blacked out while it was happening because I was in such shock. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> that voice. Amazing. I'm like um Anna Ferris in the house funny when she was like, hey, Cassandra. Let's have remember names. Ruby. <laughs> I'm like, are you do you need an exorcism? This is amazing. 
<laughs> I know. Your eyes roll well, back I, and everything. <laughs> oh, you know, I love an eye roll. These eyes can go 360. I'm really scared it'll get stuck one day. I mean, yesterday I was FaceTiming my sister and she was like, look what I can do with my eyes. And one was going this way and one was going that way. And I'm like, okay, you're going to give me nightmares. Can we I wonder if I now? can do it. Let me see. Oh my God. Oh God, stop. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that man Phaedra met in Target after her yoni ball drops. I'm throwing holy water at you. Ah, I burn, I burn. <laughs> it stings in me. Yeah, I know. I do that at work when people piss me off too. I'm like, you want to see something cool? And I do. <laughs> yeah, it's called talent. If I were during, I'd be like, imagine all the ways my vagina can spin. <laughs> And this is where we break down emotionally. Uh, where were we? The last answer. I would like to learn that. Um, um, also, I was weak when they got like so fucked up. And then um, Brandy starts ripping Marco's shirt off because that would be me. Like anytime I get enough drunk in me, I'm like, yeah, where's their man? <laughs> Take off that mask. I want to see who you really are. No, and I would have ripped off his shirt too. Yeah, uh, I think Marco might be hotter than Michael. Ooh, bold choices. I need to see his full face. Choices. I, I need to see Marco still because I think I have my contacts in. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, ooh, I should be careful with my eyes with the contacts. Um, <laughs> um, like Marco like won't stay still, so I really can't get a, a sense of him. His eyes it's, seem kind, and his eyebrows. Well, seem he has straight. like he's either. <laughs> His eyebrows look like they like vagina. Um, he has lesbian eyebrows. Um, I can't tell if he's Italian or Latinx, um, but I'm just trying to like stuff up because he looks more boyish. And that's the thing is like, I, like I'm not here to project standards, but like I like kind of like more rough men. Oh, I do too. So, I like the little scuff. Uh, what's it called? Not scuffle. A little. Well, I just like someone who projects like word? a little more Stubble. like of a dominant energy. Yeah. And so it's like he just seems gentle. Like, you know, we talked about this with Bridgerton. Very like, kind. As very hot gentle. as the Duke is, the Duke has like that baby boy face where it's like, but you look like a little teddy bear on the inside. Yeah. Versus no, like Anthony Bridgerton looks a little rougher, you know? I don't like that word, but I'm trying to think of a better one. Yeah. No. But I, it is what it is. Um, but I did write also, does Marco like girls? I, I, that's the other thing I can't get a sense of. <laughs> that I, I couldn't wondering. tell you. El diablo me trató de coger. <laughs> that's how Americans say, the devil tried to get me. <laughs> um, we're not going to revisit whatever I said because I'm just afraid now, but I think it's just because I have a six-year-old computer. Um, <laughs> Tim Cook, if you'd like to send me a new laptop. I'll take it. Okay. Wow. So then we have uh, the girls, like, after the prohibition party's done. I liked it because they were getting frisky. I was weak when Tamara was dancing on Vicky. And Vicky said, I don't know how to process this information. Vicky, so you know how we're talking about how Dorinda is a fake freak because she talks to me. Yeah. Vicky is a true freak because she pretends not to. That she doesn't. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like Nini. How Nini mm -hmm. was just like, mm, sex. And it's like, no, that's because you... Well, a brief mention of like Atlanta this week. I was 
um dying when like ken and kenya were fighting about the vibrating pants yeah kenya too i was gonna say kenya yeah and kenya was like i don't want nobody's husband vibrating my pussy and then candy was like blah 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 you're a liar (laughs) (laughs) and then she said this candy this candle is called candy's pussy i was like oh my god she would um i was weak at like how mean they all were to candy to be honest like it was unfounded but i was also laughing at it right when candy's upset because i'm mean and um, she just like has that like <laughs> like trembling in her voice like that's my mama i don't care what y'all say that's my mama my mama can have, she got anything she wants because that's my mama stop <laughs> india oscar worthy that was so good you guys, was it? You, i was weak as fuck <laughs> I love when candy starts trembling. <laughs> um, oh man, <laughs> oh man. So, anyways, they wrap up with like, um, they're all just like getting their pajamas, and it was like, I was like, Brandy was doing a lot, and I also like, I don't blame Brandy because everybody's wasted. So, like, when you're wasted, you just don't have a perception of what's going on around you. And so like Brandy's like, it's time to have a sexy party. And then Dorinda's trying to tell the story about like how she and Jill met. And I was so interested in it because we had heard Jill's side. So I wanted to hear Dorinda's side. Right. But Brandy was like, shots, shots, shitty titties. And so it was like distracting from that moment. And then I love um, the other thing I love. It's the same thing about the J. Crew pajamas like I just love that Jill has to announce every brand that she's wearing all the time like when they were doing the aerobics and she was like Christian Dior 1970s and then she was like uh I love being in my Ralph Lauren pajamas like she just like can't help herself like yeah it's it's, she is she's a QB a walking QB um, what do they call her as Simon said in season two in that newspaper article or in season two and that news article that she hated when he was like Jill's from on Long Island and it shows. And that was like a whole storyline for an episode. Um, but it like, that's just who she is. Oh, these Ralph Lauren pajamas. And so she's just like, so happy to be in her pajamas. So comfortable. Um, yeah. Like <laughs> she's just like, uh, and she said it like five times. She's like Ralph Lauren. And then um, they like sit and they're trying to talk about that. And then it's clear like that people are just getting rowdy. I love that Tamara like, they like cut to Tamara saying like, I'm not getting naked with Brandy. And then it's her like with her titties out with Brandy because it's true. Like they were meant to be on a show together, those two. For sure. So I loved all of that. Um, and then Eva saying like, okay, I have to go record my radio show in the morning. Like I'm going to go to bed. And Jill was being extra. She's like, hey, can I come listen? And they were like, no, you can't. And she's like, can I sit on the bed? And they're like, no, you like stay out. And she got the message after like Eva had said it. So then when Dorinda, who Dorinda was telling Vicky all this episode, like stay out of a fight that's not yours with Tamara, Dorinda is getting in this fight. And that's the thing about Dorinda is like, she's always saying that to people because that she did the same thing when like Dorinda was fighting with Luann in Columbia when she was like, you've got no skin in this game, but she was always in Carol and Bethany's business. You know what I mean? Like this is Dorinda. So Dorinda, who we already knew was drunk off her ass because her face was like hanging in her hand. Um, (laughs) Like she really was almost on her Joker and Columbia shit for a second. And so she like had her face resting in her hand. She's like, Jill, enough already. And it's like, <laughs> leave, hashtag leave Jill alone. And so it's like, Jill is like inappropriate like that. Cause like 
when Jill was doing that, it was giving me like flashbacks to why Bethany stopped being her friend because mm-hmm. Bethany just felt really like you're on me and like it's not that we're not friends, but just get off of me for a little right. bit. Um, and Jill just doesn't get it sometimes. And like Eva was able to handle herself and Dorinda got into it because she just wanted to make Jill look bad. And so like, I can't remember what they said about the, but it was just like, Dorinda was like, just like leave her alone and blah, blah, blah. And like, just was on Jill. And everyone needs to remember too, like Jill doesn't drink alcohol. So Jill, like, I think probably tasted the bourbons, but she didn't drink them. She only right. drinks Diet Coke. So like, Jill is perfectly <laughs> no water, just Diet Coke, just Diet Coke. No water. My grandmother, she only drinks Diet Coke and cigarettes. She doesn't drink water. Ugh, I had to take my grandmother worry for you people's urinary tract systems. Yeah, I mean she's incontinent, so there you go. But uh, I haven't seen her drink water since like ten years. Anyways, this show is not about my grandmother, who I love dearly. This show is about <laughs> Jill Zarin. <laughs> Jill Zarin fabrics. Um. <laughs> when she was like i'm gonna send you all a rug i was like send me a rug please i want a new rug jill yeah. come on jill if you come happen to stumble me. upon the show please we love you jill send us a rug and invite me to passover in palm beach um <laughs> like actually i would love to go uh but she was like i really did feel bad for her because Dorinda was like up needling her ass about it and mm-hmm. it was just like not necessary at all and so but I was weak that like Jill goes to the little confessional couch and then Phaedra comes to the confessional couch and then Eva comes to the confessional couch and then Dorinda's like move over <laughs> at the confessional couch and then Vicky and somebody else showed up and they were like there are too many damn people like what did Phaedra said she was like there are too many people in this couch or something <laughs> like oh no she said like that's what brown liquor does to people <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, come on, Pedro, like giving token representation right now. <laughs> like you have to have that quote. Pedro <laughs> uh, has been making me so happy. This, I people mean- are loving her, but I just hate when people are funny on the, like they're not engaging in, you yeah. know, with their funniness. Like anyone can say a, uh, a clever line months later off camera it's like you need to be funny in the moment you know what I mean yeah Vicky falling (laughs) even though she's not intending to be funny right (laughs) it's fucking hilarious and like and to me Tamara is really funny and like Tamara is reminding me in this season why I like Tamara because she's like a little biting but she also Mm -hmm. wants to have fun um brandy obviously like, funny and chaotic oh, brandy brandalicious i love her too she's just such a mess like and she tries to explain herself and it's a mess and it's just like baby girl you just don't know what's happening or like whatever like i just i wonder what her sons think sometimes the that's my mom <laughs> like she's i'm probably like what i think about my mom yeah it's like my mom is crazy like but my mom also isn't like talking about Cox as much as Brandy is. It's not that she doesn't, but not that much. Yeah, Brandy's out of control. <laughs> Brandy is out of control. <laughs> oh yeah, um, this is what Phaedra said. Brown liquor makes people act like this. <laughs> and she said, that's why I don't like it. <laughs> I took so much. And then I love that Jill in her confessional says, Dorinda is a horrible person, but she's not a bad person. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, horrible is worse than bad. What's the difference? 
Yeah. And then I just let, like, I think Jill did know what she was doing in that moment when she was like crying into the couch and then walked away from, and then it was kind of fucked up at the end. Like Dorinda was like, and that's what makes you weak. Again, do you see how I did the pointing down? Yeah. If I'm bringing it back, if I'm cocking the gun back, bitch is my friend. But if I'm like puckering it up, that's attack. And Dorinda does do that. She does the hand and I do the hand too. And I'm mad actually sometimes not at people, but like when I'm talking and I'm mad and I'm talking about something that makes me mad, I do a lot of the hand flick too. Again, I'm neither Italian nor Jewish, but somehow those, those cultures are in me, but I'm Puerto Rican. So the hand comes up, the hand comes up, the neck squiggles. I can't help myself. Yeah. It's who I am. Hands and Trisha's chicken. I feel like I do this, but I'm like. Oh, no. Like if I'm just talking and explaining things, my hands go in a lot of directions. But if I'm mad and I'm trying to make a point where people clap, I go to yeah. beat with my hand. I'm like, and then that motherfucker said, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what a time. Girls trip two. Like this one is going to be cemented, even though I still agree I'm still by the stance that we should not do it in a place where people have home court advantage because yeah. she just, the thing is, is like Dorinda is the villain, like keep Dorinda on pause. That should be the second episode name Yeah, is like, keep Dorinda on pause because she's just like too big for her britches. Like she thinks it's her show. I, I just can't with hosts, hosts who are so controlling of like what the Everything. guests are doing, because if you have somebody as a guest in your home, like sure they need to respect your home but you also need to like loosen up what that definition is yeah and make them feel welcome and not like you're a tyrant and this is like it's one thing if they're pouring like communism um oil all over not communism (laughs) but like you know if like it's one thing if they're like pouring tire grease all over your paintings and like kicking shit or like being a ramona employee on the floor and stuff right but shitting on the ground but like if they like if they're just doing little things that bother you or like not doing things in the exact way you want them to like don't be a host right then that's not your place and so it just is like and and again don't have people that you don't know in your home is the lesson but I think she just heard like Bluestone Manor is iconic. We want to do a show here. It's going to be amazing. And she didn't think it through because she was just excited to promo mm-hmm. the house and because she has all this merchandise associated with the home, which again, as I mentioned before, I did the Dorovics class and I was promised some kind of Dorinda merchandise and it didn't come through. It was, it's very she by Sheree in that way. So they had to send me a mug that I think the sports company made that just said like, with like a, a Christmas wreath on it that said like, how are you doing not well, bitch on it? So not even one of like Dorinda's products. Yeah. So like, it's very, the emperor has no clothes over there. Mm. But So I just, I think I like really agree with Jill's assessment, but like, and I, that was my thought on that last season of Dorinda was like, even the one right before, but her last season for sure, like she's so angry and she needs to like figure out what's going to make her happy. Right. And I still don't think she has, like, I think again, clinging to the Richard thing, which again, I've not lost a spouse. I don't know what that would feel like. So I can't speak to how I would act in it, but I think that there must be a way, like we see people do it all the time. Like, I mean, my grandmother lost her husband when she was 52 unexpectedly, or I think she was 50 actually. Um, 
And, you know, she didn't date for a long time and all this stuff, but like she lived her life and she never took that anger expressly on like our family or on other people. And so it's just like, you need to figure out how to find that acceptance. And we know she loves the drink and people who haven't, you know, like I've said that about myself before. Like I went through a tough time in college Mm -hmm. and I used alcohol as a form of escapism. And I had to like reel it in and scale back for a while because it like changed who I was as a person and how I was treating other people. And that awareness is important. And it kind of seemed like when she was put on pause that she got that awareness and was like, all right, let let me figure it out. Yeah. But then on this, it's like, okay, so yeah. And she's very much convinced that she's not done anything wrong at any point on the show. Mm. And that's a lot. Yeah. And she's a low blow kind of person too. Like mm-hmm. she thinks she likes to act like it's like a Vicky thing and a Brandy thing, but she's a low blow person. She's just more eloquent. So it comes off as if she's the better person. No, I think she's uh, a little more like malicious about it because Brandy again is I mean, the way we watched her gaslight Tamara in that whole five minutes yeah, was crazy. I was like, you are terrible. And then again, like calling Jill weak and stuff. I'm like, again, Jill's not a perfect person. Like when, when Dorinda comes for Luann, it's one thing because Luann is actually a bad person, but like Jill is just not a thoughtful person, but she's not a bad person. Yeah. You know what I mean? but what a time i'm kind of upset that they don't give us previews on for the next episodes because i just want to know what's to come right but they're like no bitches you'll see what's to come when and i heard it's only six episodes so we're already on four we're only gonna have two more weeks of adventures i hope i'm wrong i hope it's eight eight feels like a good number and i think they were there for eight eight. days so it would make sense to have eight episodes yeah at least eight episodes like don't do us like how many episodes were of the first season Housewives on the island, baby. I mean, I had to watch Melissa Gorga for how many episodes? Welcome to the island, baby. We feel. I feel like it was six episodes because we were like, oh, you know, for eight days. Was I think? Why are we not getting as many episodes? No, I think season one was. um, Oh, it says season two, seven episodes. Hopefully, that's true. Unless they have a reunion, which would be crazy. Oh, it says it says seven episodes. And then season one was eight episodes. So it was eight. The way they wrote this though is so confusing. But yeah. Oh, I think I'm mixing that up with Winter House because Winter House, they were there for like eight days or something. And they only gave us like or they were there. I can't remember. So Winter House was how many days they were there. The way they edited Winter House. Like we literally had to spend weeks just watching Austin Sierra, Andrea, and Paige make out in the same room as grown adults. Yeah. I will never get over how creepy that was. Swingers house. If I want to engage in physical activity, I only want myself and the other person there. Yeah. I don't Call me Crystal body. Tongue Minkoff. I don't want a third. Yeah. Especially not Erica Jane. <laughs> the pussy's already there. <laughs> <laughs> the Uber is pulled up. <laughs> I'm going to call my impression because... I'll just stick to the jewel. <laughs> J Crew, 10 pairs. I love it. <laughs> I love her so much. I love you, Jill Saren. For now. I was really anti her back in the Bethany days, but Bethany was also evil. I I, I come back with a more humble mindset. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> First of all, everyone on Lou's shows are evil. That's yeah. the mindset. 
That's all you gotta remember. And some mm-hmm. are more, some are less than others. Yeah, who's the lesser of evils, honestly? Well, we gave you that super size episode because there was just a lot to break down. Yeah, we have a new favorite show, or not new favorite show, but we have a new little sprinkle with our Buckhead Shore. We'll let you know if anything crazy happens. Well, that one boy is going to come out to his mom on the show, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, couldn't be me. So shout out to him. Happy Pride Month. Last right. day of Pride Month. Shout out. Not only that, but they're going to find out that he works at a, he's a stripper. So I'm like, whew. The stripper might be scarier to admit than the gay. Yeah. Might. I'm not saying I, I, I wouldn't know for either, but I would think, I would think my parents would be. And my parents, I mean, my mom, I don't think my dad would care actually about anything. But I think my mom would be more concerned. Well, about because the, the the only like male that I'm aware of, the male strip club here in Atlanta is Swinging Richards. Whoa, I get it. <laughs> and it actually shut down or is shutting down. Um, but yeah, Swinging Richards, Swinging Dicks. So it is a very... <laughs> Way, way to like let the fans know in case they couldn't catch that <laughs> if you couldn't catch that and you're listening to this program you must not catch half the jokes we've richard made. is a euphemism for penis no richard is a sh- no dick is a nickname for richard yeah as a name no but richard is like a euphemism not a euphemism that is like a no dick. no so in the olden days if your government name on your birth certificate was richard your yeah. nickname is dick yeah oh yeah so the they, they also call like your Richard. Richard. Yeah. That's why, because Dick is. Okay, gotcha. Okay, giving me a history lesson. <laughs> if you're Indian hosting this podcast, you may not get half of our jokes. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm saying. It's not a euphemism for being, it's that it's a joke because Dick, the name, came from Richard, which I don't know how, okay. because obviously that doesn't make sense. But I'm not. I guess that's. I'm not a white person from the '40s, so I don't know. You know whose name is actually pretty wild. Thinking about it, Dick Van Dyke. (laughs) Let's not get into that again. Let's not get into that. I love him though, but he. His name is Richard, but I'm like, that's such a wild name to to grow up with. Yeah, we're not getting into that right now. At the end, I don't want to get into it, but I'm just like, that's a wild name. One, he was one of my childhood crushes because, like. When I was watching Mary Poppins, I thought they were that age at the moment. Um, <laughs> and secondly, <laughs> um, I had a crush on a lot of very old men because, like, TV Land, I thought was present day. Yeah. So, you like, thought I thought TV Land was present day. I was five. What did I know? I thought David Cassidy was like that age in 1995. <laughs> like, I had a time. Trust once the once I got the internet, I didn't have the internet in my house until I was like eight or nine. And oh yeah, yeah, same. But my mom always just said like these shows were from the sixties. Well, my family didn't tell me shit. I always had to learn everything <laughs> by myself. I was left unsupervised a ton. Luckily, this isn't national television, so I can say that and keep my family or relationships. I would not um, want anyone to call my my son Dick. I'm sorry. I know. I don't think they would say that to no worse. They would call kids Dicky. Yeah, Dicky. Yeah. You know, they're Dicky. No way. Dickie. Exactly. Um, where was I going with this? Dick Van Dyke. Oh, so he's alive still. First of all, he's alive. And Dick Van Dyke is still alive? Let me tell you something. He's a look at me. Don't look at the Google. Look at me. He's alive. He has an Instagram account and he's like still pretty athletic considering because he's like 93 or something. 
And his wife is like 50. Like, I see. Nick Van Dyke is still fucking. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. He's swinging his Richard. He's swinging his Richard Van Dyke into <laughs> a 50-year-old. It's crazy. Yeah, no, ew. Maybe the episode should be called Swinging Van Dyke. No, Swinging Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think whatever the first idea was at the beginning is the best because these are just going downhill fast. <laughs> the week at us today. Like, All right. We're creative today. Like, the juices, they flow. That's what Jill I mean, does. Creative genius over here, okay? This is a Jill Zarin stand account for today. <laughs> Things might change tomorrow. All right. Well, and with that, um, Paris, je t'aime, you know? Okay. Well, whatever Ruby said, sure. Um, yeah. Catch us on social media for more nonsense because oh, we, yeah. we have it. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at pop of color pod with a d as in dick van dyke <laughs> i was like ruby's talking to y'all like y'all are stupid <laughs> no it's called enunciating because like i talk fast sometimes so it gets blurry pop of color pod. pop of color pod <laughs> don't know what that accent is none <laughs> those are the little green alien toys from toy story <laughs> <laughs> that's how i picture them talking <laughs> and with that we say love and light peace bye guys joseph and paris forever (laughs) stop the recording (laughs) seriously bye (laughs)